Blog Talk Radio. Making my way through the hood, sipping this yak. Niggas about to get blown with the Mac. Black, 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 black. Riding around the block with a Glock. Yo ass finna get shot. That's the silence. That's the grenade line. I'm finna kill you. I'm finna drill you. And now you bleed. They flick it. They flick it. When I shoot you in your neck, the noise gon' flick it. It's going to be a while before that's not, never not funny or something. (laughs) This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's August 29th, 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And joining me, per usual, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. How how are things? How oh how's how's the move? How's your yeah? You've got some upheaval going on. Some good upheaval. Everything's trash. Everything. <laughs> oh well, everything's trash. Everybody. But it's working itself out. Yeah. 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 Moving sucks. I moved upstairs, <laughs> like literally upstairs, and that was the worst. Like, I didn't have to order a yeah. truck or well, you didn't either, but still, it sucks. Yeah, it's just, um, especially when uh, apparently your, your your partner wants to make it even more difficult. But that's a we'll save that for yeah. the uh, <laughs> this week's uh, South Congress podcast. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so I assume my levels are good. Everything is good. You hear me fine, Cam? Uh, it sounds oh, yeah. like it. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, fuck Skype. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I don't know why I haven't learned my lesson, especially with. The blog talk Skype crossover going back to 2012 when we first tried that out on a live cast. But anyway, uh, we're live. We're, we're what crystal clear megahertz digital clarity. Uh, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, uh, there are two ways to do that. You can uh, call in live and talk directly to Cameron and myself. Uh, you have to hit us on the Constellation line to give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. That gets you get in line, talk to us live on air. If you can't call us live uh, and talk to us live for whatever reason, you can leave us a voicemail. Still have your voice heard on the East Coast cast. Drop us a voicemail on our voicemail line at 415 415- Seven eight seven five two two nine. Once again, the voicemail line is four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Old school. You can shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. We've got 
a decent amount, all non-VIP, looks like. So get some VIP emails in, if you would, from Rich and I later on for the uh, exclusive East Coast Cast VIP portion of the show. Make sure you are marking your emails, uh, VIP or non, so I know which segment of the show to get to it. Uh, but, yeah, to get an email in, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is always an option. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Start a conversation there. We uh, are certainly um, can be chatty. Uh, find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And this week, new likes, Derek Jones. Shout out to Derek Jones. Looks like he's in the, uh, the uh, podcast business. But, yeah, appreciate it, Derek. Uh, share the, the uh, page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the word that way. Uh, but, yeah, right now let's, uh, let's hit these uh, headlines and poll results. Where are we starting, Cam? Um, I guess the first thing we should say, um, that, you know, people are, we have people's attention right now. If you are all in this weekend, um, if you are in Chicago for the festivities, be sure to check out the uh, Bruce Mitchell Audio Show live tomorrow. Um, I believe that the uh, the four-star panel, I believe it's either Friday or Saturday. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of Pro Wrestling Torch stuff going on between uh, Bruce Mitchell, between uh, Wade Keller. So they're going to be all a part of StarCast, so make sure you get out there and support those guys. Um yeah, if you take pictures or anything, uh, be sure to tag PW Torch on Instagram. Um, outside of that, I mean, we definitely have to make sure that we um, credit All In. All In Weekend is, is really the big headline. Uh, biggest independent or semi-independent, regardless of how you look at it, uh, weekend event promotion show in forever coming up this weekend. Salute everybody who's participating in that, everybody who's going out to that. Hope you guys have a great time. Um, outside of that, because I do think that deserves special attention, um, probably the biggest headline right now would be Braun Strowman aligning himself with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Um, our polls kind of reflected this, not sudden, but this, this change in characters right now in, in WWE and kind of what I asked, you know, what current WWE storyline path do you object to more? Um, the poll is going to be running for a few more days, uh, but right now 32% say that they object to the Braun Strowman heel turn. 46% say they object to the Becky Lynch heel turn. And 22% say no problem with either. A few people yeah. said, I, I dislike both of them equally. I don't believe you <laughs> because I think it's kind of a hard thing to do. Um, I think indifference is larger than hate. You can't really have an equal amount of hate. But, uh, but yeah, um, you know, the Becky Lynch thing, 
has kind of become more three-dimensional with Charlotte last night, but people do seem that, you know, after, and Travis, I've talked about it for weeks and really months, this Becky Lynch storyline really started at the first women's money in the bank, which at this point is, what, 14 months ago, roundabout? Yeah. Sounds, and it was Becky Lynch's right. speech um, talking about how, you know, I do the right thing over right and thing, over. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, I end up, you know, getting the short end of the stick from people who don't put in the same amount of work. And I think that resonates. I think WWE accidentally <laughs> told yeah. you okay. good story. See that's that's what I was going to ask. Like you, because you, you go back to this is a this has been a, a point of view for you know for years, like that. Um, and I always think like they kind of did they fall backwards into this? Was this you know Becky Lynch and you know and and maybe a writer or just Becky Lynch on her own kind of just like you know in the back of her head like look let me do it this way. But I I have a hard time believing that 14 months ago they were like hey let's put this. <laughs> put this thing into effect. But either way, no matter how they got to it, fell into it, you know, we're off and running now. And they're all in, and uh, no pun intended. Uh, but, you know, and, and Becky's doing her thing. Like, as much as I don't like the character direction, the execution and, and all that is like, well, it. If it got if it's got to suck in one aspect, if you know if it's phenomenal or close to that in another, that certainly mm-hmm. makes up for for a lot of things. Yeah, I don't think you can't account for injury. Um, so you know Charlotte being out and then being put in this position, um, you know Ronda Rousey was not in the fold then. So at that point, you're not building to this match. I think it's like a lot of it, like you said, it's credit to Becky Lynch for playing the character she does being as loved by the fans as she is, and this thing kind of, it's weird to say it's coming together because you don't feel like it's WWE's intention, but they are making this a three-dimensional story, and I think credit has to be given there. Um, The Braun Strowman thing, I, you know, we we only have so many headlines, and I think that you and I, Travis, I, I do think that we have both been high on Kevin Owens for a very long time, and I think that the, the role that he's played being kind of a secondary guy, but, you know, really showing his chops on Monday night and that great match with Seth Rollins and sitting there in the ring and quitting, you know, Braun really bullying him for months and months. Um, and, and, you know, Braun was unstoppable heel, became likable, and now he seems to be recast as the heel up against top guy in the company, Roman Reigns. It's... um. I don't have as much faith in in that just because I, I don't think people are invested. They like Braun Strowman a lot. I don't think they're invested in him the same way they're invested in Becky Lynch because, you know, she does fight from under and she does combat these things and she's in a different division that's cast different. I think there's a lot, but, um, yeah, I'm curious to know how people feel about the uh, – kind of the Braun Strowman thing. Yeah. Just because it's very different than what Becky Lynch is in, and people have an adverse reaction to Roman Reigns more often than not. So it's really interesting. Braun, the the Braun stuff has me personally kind of conflicted because it was like, 
when they turned him baby face, I was like, just keep him healed. But, you know, it kind of became obvious the crowd's going to, you know. So it's like, okay, I finally come around to him being a really credible, not credible, that's an understatement, but this really effective baby face. And then you turn them. So, like, on the surface, I want to be like, oh, you know, you know, just because of the guy that I respect and all that kind of stuff turned heel. But I, I'm conflicted in the sense that it's like, well, yeah, he's still he's, – he's a monster and can, you know, beat up two and three people and, you know, hold them – all that kind of stuff. But blame the guy for getting some backup. Like, this three-man team just made – a public direct overture that, that we're going to do whatever it takes to keep this title in our camp. Uh, the, the whole thing, the whole faction, you know, thing. So if you're brawn, what are you just going to be like, just be stupid baby face, like fee five fo fum. I can overcome, you know, like, n- no, you better get, you better, you know, do something to uh, put the odds back, back in your favor or, or get somebody to watch your back. And he got somebody to watch his back. I'm like, okay. I can't wait for the promo. Um, and this is like three weeks in a row where it's like something happened. And I'm like, okay, I can't wait for the shield promo or the Roman promo where they explain, you know, and I love the Roman saying, you know, you know, they made a decision on their own. This wasn't something that we yeah. pre, you know, premeditated, uh, at least uh, overtly. Uh, so this week I can't, <clears throat> something happened. Now I can't wait till next week to hear, the, the three man in the ring, Strowman, McIntyre, and Ziggler, given their explanation, I, I kind of have an idea of at least how it can go. Um, but but I think this is uh, I think they're on to something at least. At least they have people like intrigued, like oh, like you know, like yeah, wow, and, and this, can, stories, uh, yeah. this can go some places. Both, both stories are three dimensions. Like like both stories seem to have layers. That there's some logic, not necessarily. I'm not talking about the logic in the story, but the logic in the character reaction. Like, it does make sense for Braun to side with the people who have given Seth Rollins the most trouble. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it adds up. Um, yeah, I, that, that's not the top story on SmackDown, but I think it's the most intriguing to a lot of people right now. So, yeah, there's, WWE has some mature stories going on right now, and they're fun to follow. For sure. Let's, um, chat room is open, by the way, just for anyone uh, wondering. Let's open it up to some folks. Get their thoughts on things. Uh, let's see, via text message. Oh, you got this, too. You made us in a group. Uh, Marty just because you got our number... Don't mean you get to like circumvent the path that everybody yeah, else does. Busting the, you bus in front of the line. Yeah, got a yeah. Facebook message. Yeah. Hey, no, but, he, but the thing is, no, he don't, because here I am reading his damn message as soon as it comes yep. in. WWE has no discipline uh, anymore when it comes to logical, well-based turns. I don't, yeah, you could, you, could, you could make the argument that they don't do turns anymore, and the last two turns are at least turns. Like, usually somebody yeah. just, like, Ron gradually turned into a baby face. He didn't come out and save anybody. He didn't, like, make a big uh, 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 decision, you know, big, like, obvious 
uh, a character decision in the middle of a match or, or backstage or anything like that. Like a woman didn't come and soften him or a butt little buddy didn't, none of that. He just gradually it's turned kinda, and just like people gradually turn into the heels. Go ahead. It kind of started with Finn um, with them kind of talking or, or on the way to money in the bank, like him kind of having respect for Finn in that spot. But, but you're right. It wasn't like all of a sudden it was, it was a character. Like I, like again, I'm, I'm quick to say, that WWE is, is kind of loose with the storytelling, but they Braun's been three dimensional. Like if if nothing else, if whether it makes sense his alignment necessarily, um, he's been a person, which is more than you can say for some characters. Dolph Ziggler to me is still not a person. He's still he's still a guy who's very good at wrestling, who really seems to have no aim other than wrestling really well and you noticing that he wrestles well, both in character and in execution. And Braun's been different. Yeah. Twitter. We had a decent conversation. Sorry. Um, Yeah, let's open it up to some people. Let's... uh... Bring somebody on and get some other voices here. Again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Get in line, and we will get to you. Let's start things off. Let's start things off in the, in the Big Apple. Let's bring Mike from Brooklyn on. Mike, what's happening? What up? Fellas, you still my gosh. How y'all doing? Doing all right, Mike. Hey, what's going on, man? Yo, what's up, fellas, man? And shit, just actually just, you know, got in, you know, listening to the, the um, show. But, yeah, this is a, just an epic week out here, you know. I'm listening to Wade and Bruce earlier. Yeah, they pretty excited about this weekend. I mean, yeah, man, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of Wade and Bruce, especially, I mean, to me and Travis, like, you know, how we view those guys, the kind of respect we have for them, how we appreciate them kind of letting us under the umbrella, so to speak. But, like, they – it's always great to see people in your industry recognize how important you are and want you to be a part of things and want people to get to experience what you put out into the world. I mean, we you see how Travis and I are appreciative of this thing. So for those guys to really get that look, to be around um, the people who are fans of them, people who pay to hear them, I guess that's really cool. Um, I can't wait to hear the stories from the weekend, see all the pictures. Like, yeah, it's just just a a big round of applause, internal round of applause for everybody who's involved. And it's a really cool thing it is. Yeah, like this is different from – you know, they go to you know, Wade and Bruce. Wade especially goes to uh, to the to the Wrestling Hall of Fame thing every year. Um, that's a little, you know, different kind of crowd. This is different, certainly different marketing and promotion. This is like the this this upcoming weekend is like, and I don't even I don't use this as a pejorative or derisively, but like the internet wrestling fans like con. Uh-huh. And and the fact that they included that they recognize wrestling media and wrestling journalists and 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 wrestling talking heads are a you know 
vital point part of getting what they do over and 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 and, and spread. So I, I I think including doing the Starcast and having all that everything they're doing with the podcast folks with Wade and and Dave and Bruce that's just like you don't expect that kind of that kind of I don't even call it camaraderie. They're people trying to make money and 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 provide and do a cool thing for the fans. But you just wouldn't right. expect that kind of cohesion. But yeah, I think that's exactly good, it. And like you know, listening back and forth to both to Wade and Bruce, and listening to Brian and Dave, they pretty excited about it. Like this is an epic moment. Like this is an epic moment. Only thing that would make it sweeter would be the East Coast cast being there doing they you know doing they thing from there. So next year we gonna make that shit happen, and that's that. That's if there is an all in two, and well, I believe there's gonna be another star Somebody is not uh, a part uh, in this whole you know circle. This whole clique isn't a you know uh, uh, a part of it. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm gonna have words for, for folks. Yeah, I ain't gonna front like I, I'm. I, and this is to 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 all of you know this brotherhood of listeners from from. Kylan to Darrell and you know what I mean Will to you know Brian and Phoenix like we all gotta we all gotta pony up and rally and make sure that shit happens you know what I'm saying make sure we heard and make sure that shit happen next year like it's like it's only befitting you know what I'm saying like I think you get, I mean I'm I'm probably what three years in listening to the East Coast cast but you know Crab you don't get a lot of props for you know being one of the you know what I'm saying. Like one of the cats that was doing this, you know what I mean? Doing this shit, you know what I mean? Way before, you know what I mean? It became like really a thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. When everybody has a, you know, wrestling show <laughs> of some sort. Right. So if you, now, um, you, you know, you could just go on YouTube and you could see them by, you know, probably fucking by the hundreds. Every show. I'm talking about from even cats up there, you know, making up. You know, like, well, you know what I mean? They own storyline verbatim and all that shit, man. Remember the one or two wacky callers we got is just be people that tune in to Blog Talk Radio and search for, like, wrestling wrestling content. And, you know, we probably happen to be live at the time. Oh, hey, there's the phone number. <laughs> and, and then call in and just, you know, whatever, whatever tip they were on. Um, yeah. I mean, we ain't giving yeah. them bozos no like because that was, like, just to spend – Two minutes on it, let me because I never said nothing about it. But that was bozo shit. Like, bro, well, said, yeah. why would you even waste your time even calling here for that? You know what I mean? We here, right? You I know mean, what I mean? It's, 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 it's bozo shit. But there is that you know there that 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 exists because it's a lot of content out there. And, and right, yeah, and 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 I remember the way they used to do the rankings when it was you know back in 2010, 2011 when it was just sports rankings and East Coast cast was up there. But then it became because they were became, all of a sudden overnight, it was a 508 wrestling wrestling show. Show the ranking uh, uh, changed and it uh, got watered down severely. Uh, but it used to be dope being up there uh, with, you know, fucking, the, you know, part of the interruption and all, all and then Wade and, and Bruce and all them. And so that was fun. Right, exactly. And that's, there's a lot of motherfuckers out there. If you listen and you hear them, I'm like, I'm listening to, you know, Tyrone and all these magnets, all these fucking kids. I'm like, damn, yo, they still in style. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't think I ain't, you know, we ain't paying attention. There's a lot of cats out there, you know what I mean, just copying, biting off of you, you know what I mean? 
East Coast cast. Is this, the, you know? Well, I don't this is, yeah. this is that format. This is that format. And I see a lot of dudes <laughs> like trying to transition in three hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. I hear a lot of dudes trying to, you know, hone in and do the same. But it's real shit. It's like sometimes we agree to disagree. Sometimes we agree on the same kind of shit. But, yeah. you know, like I said, to me, y'all the unsung heroes of this shit. Like, I look forward to this shit every week. Every like, week. I mean, me with- Flattery, man. <laughs> nah, real like this real recognized real, man. This real recognized like, real. Think, like I think we we're you know, like you said, the first Starcast is coming up and you know, the the big homies are doing their thing this time around. I think that um you know what what we're really working toward is being able to get into a room and having that room look like we sound. And having that room feel like we sound, and then looking across from that room and seeing the mics and the Durrells and the Kylans, and you know it really coming to fruition. I think that's it's still a thing that is taking time to build. Like we we have this groove when we get together and talk, but I think that yeah, you'll see, um, especially with how far this thing's come, um, that you know here soon it's gonna be. Something that's more tangible. Um, so, so yeah, I think that uh, things like Starcast coming up, things like us, you know, being able to do the WrestleMania access and you know having the small amount of strokes that we do, I think it's all built toward this thing, and you can expect that thing soon. So yeah, right. And that's a fact. And not to still, you know, not to be funny as a coin of phrase. I'm all in, and I'm I guarantee. Everybody that listens is all in with you guys too. So I hope so. So now to fucking talk this week TV. Um, I mean, to me, Raw, you know, like to start over Raw, it's more of a legible show now. But it's still, you know, like everything is centered and based around three trying hours. to get home. Yes, like. <laughs> Trying to you know centered around trying to get um Playboy over, like that's you know what I mean that's just the reality of it. It's like this 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 man who just turned what seventy three seventy four years old, he is not going to stop until we cheer this guy. I mean, but in in all actuality, you know the hate is kind of starting to fizzle, you know, or down a little bit. It's kind of starting to dwindle. But it's like, at what expense? Is it, I mean, on the flip side of it, I look at it like, you know, on the hill side of things, they were kind of weak, so they probably needed, you know, a top hill, you know. So I figured, you know, that's why they went the Braun route. But I don't know, like, I don't know. It's like, and then looking at SmackDown yesterday, that show, it's like it's like a night and day show, fellas. Like that show was just so fast paced and just like two hours went by so quick watching uh SmackDown last night. Fast paced, like they thread the show very well, you know, all the I mean, with the exception of Becky, but kinda listening to Charlotte promo, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do a double turn. I think really? they're gonna do a double turn. 
I think that's going to happen. Um, yeah. What do you guys think like about the Andrade um Dang Bryan match? Really good. good, and I mean they're doing the right thing by not giving us all of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no finish. Good to, to stop that, that makes sense. and to let that be something to build toward later. Um, they're both just so good, and um, you know you you don't really like Almas' trajectory is just hard to pin down right now. You don't know if he's going to be U.S. champ for. 10 years, if he's going to be world title contender, or if he's going to be, you know, what Rusev was for the last three, four years. Like, you don't know. So, um, but a chance to see him come there and go with one of the best, Daniel Bryan, is just so good. I, I, for one, am not, like, super excited about the mixed tag match. Not that I don't think Brie Bell is valuable. Not that I don't think uh, Maurice is valuable, but I just think this is a one-on-one issue that right. doesn't need. I, I guess I feel the same way about it that I feel about a Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler feud culminating with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose against Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. It's not what it's about. But you know what but I mean? You do, it's, it's but you do. But you but you get that they have that they're going to stretch this thing out, and that's a per, absolutely yeah. perfect way to. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a way to get miles out of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't like. They're, they're fine. Like Maurice was never the greatest wrestler to me. Um, and and again, Bree's fine. It's just that Daniel Bryan is that to me, and Miz against Daniel Bryan, like one on one. I just think that I, I don't like seeing Daniel Bryan in tag matches. Period. Really. I just think he functions as a solo unit better than most people do. Um, and just him and Miz. But but you're right, Travis. Like, it's just Hell in a Cell. I want to see those two in a Hell in a Cell. You know what I mean? It's just the timing is kind of crazy. But, uh, but Mike, I, right. I like that, like, you get your new day. They they get their issue early on. Cool story within the Booker T. Like, I think that's a cool super meta thing that appeals to people like me. Um you have your beef with Miz and Daniel Bryan. You understand why AJ and Joe is like this bitter thing now. You get to Charlotte and Becky. You're right. I think SmackDown is just it's just a tighter show that, that flies by because almost everything that you see matters. Everything on there. Like, Joe is on fucking fire. Joe's hot as fish grease right now. And the call it was new saying show. And all- I mean, his, his new shirt. You know, like, you know, Joe, 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 and something at the bottom in red. I don't know if it was a Joe again. I don't remember, but kind of, kind of fire. Which my name was Joe. I was looking forward in my face. You know. <laughs> Who the fuck is Joe? Yeah, I heard um, a caller, you know, earlier on, on Wade shit, I heard people was rummaging through the um, merch, you know, the merch stands looking for that shirt, and they didn't have it. So that should tell you that's gonna be that's gonna be a hot a hot item. That's gonna be a hot seller. Like Joe is on fire right now, and I my money is he's on him. I think he's gonna get that title. Hell in the cell. because they got they already you know announced a rematch for that Super Show shit. They announced the uh, the Shield versus Braun Ziggler and um, McIntyre for that show. But um, one thing that just kind of caught me by surprise, what in the blue hell was fucking Zelina Vega talking about when she said the Bella Twins 
are fucking legends. Where? Are what? I mean, are legends. They are legends. I mean, Mike, I was the guy who, who was always like, I don't get it with the Bella Twins. For years and years mm-hmm. and years. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't. I you wasn't fucking with Bella in, in 07 at the, you know, 08 at the peak of Twin Magic when it was. Uh... I wasn't. I, Hell I, I, no! I really wasn't. <laughs> but to like, y'all lying. Looking back on it, looking at the numbers, no, like, I they, ain't lying. Uh, Fab, it was total stupid. Deep. Like they flipped that into total Bellas. Like I, yeah. to me, legends in the ring, no. But for the totality of what WWE absolutely. is and what WWE right. is trying to do, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they're legends. <laughs> they're, they're absolutely. If you a, it's like um. Who am I thinking? But I don't know if it's anybody specific. Oh, oh, I know who I'm talking about. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson's not an NBA legend, but he's a legend at the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time Joe Johnson shows up, they want to give him a trophy. So, yeah, that's what they are. Like, they're so the all-encompassing. They're, they're legends in the same way that Miz is a legend. Like, you do all these things right. You put more eyes on the company. You make the company look good. You don't rub anybody the wrong way. I mean, for, I think that Zelina Vega, as even though she's I think more athletic than than the Bellas are, Zelina Vega's and and almost anybody's very best hopes and dreams would be to have the, tra- the trajectory of a Bella twin. Like you're in and out of wrestling when you need to be. It affords you the opportunity to do other TV and other media. You have your health and you got a whole bunch of money. So yeah. In that right. sense of the term, I, legends, yeah. Don't don't have one match. I can tell you, I, I'd want to go back and watch. But legends, nonetheless. But let me ask you a question: Do you think they would have have had the longevity and the success that they have had without being attached to the men that they were attached to? No, I don't. And that's not to discredit them. It's the way that WWE does business. Um, the shows themselves were kind of built around the fact that they're also in relationships with these famous men, and it was a way to get eyes on all four parties. So, no, I do not think they would have been as successful, um, which is not a slight at them. Like, Trish Stratus was never attached to another man Wait. in WWE, um, but she was also very, very good in the ring. Um, right. So it's, it's multifaceted. It's multilayered. But I think that part of their brand was that Bree was the type of earthy, holistic person that would get attached to a Daniel Bryan, and Nikki was the a bit more glamorous, maybe more financially ambitious um, to be attached to a John Cena. And I think that the differences in them was part of the charm. So no, they wouldn't have been as successful, but I do still think that they would be successful because, again, I'm the guy who never got the Bella Twins as WWE X, but they were doing just fine without my support for attention for a long time. Right. I mean, in that damn three mode shirt, <laughs> you know, that yeah. he works out yeah. in. So let's not, uh, yeah, discount their, you know, their, their draw. What did somebody say on Twitter? Somebody said, I don't understand how this person went platinum. I didn't even buy the album. Like, I had to take right. myself out of that. <laughs> Just because I don't get it doesn't mean it's right. not, like, a big thing. And when right. we went to I Royal mean, Rumble um, two years ago, there were women dressed up entirely as Brie and Nikki Bella. 
like head to toe. Right, because and it of the was weird. <laughs> I didn't because get it, of total beavers yeah, in the Bella show. I take yeah. I take uh, umbrage to with Cam in his assertion that that Nikki Bella wouldn't be as successful if she were still tied to Dolph Ziggler romantically. Hell no. That's a great. They would have fired her. Very, very well done. They would have fired I, her immediately. And what about her swim magic? About her? I was more of a beautiful people, you know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No seven when twin magic when that yeah. was like hitting for sure for sure. Yeah, Dolph could have got her uh, a set at the you know chuckle bucket and then you know in Toledo or something. I heard he is not funny, by the way, too. <laughs> of course, <laughs> he's not funny. You think uh, a guy like Dolph Ziggler is going to be funny? <laughs> I would be Man. like, we don't. Uh, we, so we always talk about how like Arusev is like a very charismatic and has you know funny timing and is mm-hmm. comedic almost effortlessly. Like we talk about that. We don't talk about Dolph Ziggler in that way. He does not have a natural charisma to him. He's very good at wrestling, and that seems to be it. Right. I think he's good at being like conceited. He has that kind of charisma and you know but like the pal and, and the guy your girl. Like, yeah, like the guy would you invite Dolph Ziggler over like to watch the watch takeover? Like and be around your other friends that maybe he didn't know? Like would you <laughs> have those worlds collide? Like I don't know. I don't know. People walking out my my party after Dolph Ziggler talks about you know how how the Trump tax tax scam has affected you know taking people out of poverty, some bullshit like that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. People leave. Corny jokes. Like people, yeah. Hey, what the fuck, Trav? Yeah, Why'd you invite this guy? People fucking roll their eyes at him. But yeah, I love um how everything was done, how they escalate in the you know the Joe and um AJ thing. Like so, what do you guys think comes out of it? Do you think they um, do you think they have some type of you know set up with with a with um Joe and Dave their home or some type of set like that, and kind of like mm-hmm. going back to like when when uh Stone Cold broke in the you know I mean now with no pistol of course in the PG era, but like kind of like throw it back to when yeah. Stone Cold broke in the Brian Pillman's home. Mm, even even Triple H busting up Orton's fake cardboard house it would be that's just you can't do that. You can't do home invasion. You can't you can't. I mean TNA murdered a kid on you know so. Maybe, a, a child, yeah. By the way, that was the stupidest fucking thing. <laughs> so maybe no. maybe 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 going too far is it? Murdered uh, kid by the way. Should, maybe I should uh. That think was about the stupidest that. thing in the history now. That to me, that would be that would be the worst fucking promotional, t- like even beyond the Saudi Arabia thing. To me, if that don't get the worst promotional tactic in um in the um observer year, and I don't know what the fuck will get. Or yeah, different, different that, levels, was yeah that, that was stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. That was stupid. You kind of dicked yourself. You kind of fucked yourself over by even doing something as dumb as that, like. I don't care how active the Twitter was and all that. That was just stupid. That was plain stupid. And they were doing, you know, pretty good. You know, just giving us, you know, just just, just content and, and, and beefs and you know what I mean? And, and then they you know what I mean? and, and they didn't even go all the way. Like they did it in such a pussy way. Like 
Ah, so you guys know you're doing something that's super fucking tasteless and 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 out of you know just out of the genre. Like what? <laughs> you know, just completely out of out of left field. Doesn't fit the genre. Tasteless. So so you're going to shoot it in a way to to not like you know be as be morbid or whatever, which takes away which makes it even worse on, you know, another level of just, ugh. Like, they couldn't even commit to being, you know, to being edgy. Like, they had to dull it at the last minute. Like, no, 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 no. When I first saw it, Trav, I was like, are they sure fucking Vince Russo was not still writing for this company? Wow. Some dumb shit like that? I saw it. I saw it. Because the way they shot it, I just was like, "What? Everybody's fine." And then, and then they start screaming, and the kids laying there. I'm like, "Wait, that's how they're getting this over?" Like it was just such a whack edit. Like, why did? You... It was so bad. It was so bad. On top of being, being bad, uh, yeah, and the, the whole idea being fucking stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. Note to note to promotions that's trying to get light. Don't do dumb shit like that. That was just dumb. <laughs> that was just oh, plain dumb. Somebody sitting they around like, oh, shit. Writing it in their notepad book. Don't do <laughs> they did no. They did their self no favors. It wouldn't surprise me if they would, you know what I mean? If they don't get picked up another year behind some dumb shit like that. And um, oh, I believe, remember a couple of weeks back, I was telling you that um, on Vice TV, which is some, you know, it's like sort of like a short, a sports show, a sports segment that comes on, I believe, like HBO Sports or some shit like that. Okay. That's where the, that's where they're gonna air, um, you know, the the, the little documentaries on, uh, um, Gino Hernandez and World Class and all that other shit, and also, okay, WG in WG in America, um, they're gonna have a Saturday morning. Wrestling show called Ring Warriors. I believe. Yeah, I heard it's going to be like a, like kind of like an aggregated. Like they're going to talk about a few different promotions, not just one. Is that the Um, same thing? Yeah, almost like a throwback to um. Remember when uh, how probably in the mid '80s when they tried to do the um, pro wrestling America shit with all the different promoters with uh. AWA, NWA, Mid-South, and, you know, all those promotions, I think they're going to show, like, you know, matches from, like, all over, you know, different, you know, promotions and territories. Like, that should be worth, you know, something to check out. Um, Yeah, pretty much, like, aside from that impact thing, that was the dumbest shit I ever saw. And, like, why is they emphasizing so much on this fucking trip? I mean, you had Jeff Jarrett, you had all these legends and all the famous speak out for this un this Undertaker Triple H match, like it's gonna be one of the damnest well, things you ever saw. It, well, that's exactly that's why, Mike, because all everything is coming in the promotion of the match. That's where you're gonna get all the effort. What do you expect them to go in and have some kind of like? Yeah. You know, Quality match, like that's too much to ask for. Like that's just Hell like, no. no it's, a, it's a spectacle. They'll maybe they'll do some, uh, you know, they'll pull out some some, you know, they're, they're some tricks and walking brawls and some gimmicks and. Know, gonna but fire, movie gonna be trash. And I'm but they've got to get people in the building. They've got to fill up eighty thousand 
uh, seats, and they can't make it. They have to show the Australian audience that they're promoting this in America. I think if it's own if 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 the Australians watch the whatever USA they get, and they see or whatever version of Raw and SmackDown they get, and they don't see that they're even talking about it on their uh, on on their stuff, why should they get excited? You know, so I I think that's I think that's what um, why you're getting the over the top because that's where that's where it is. Undertaker's not going to show up and cut a promo. You know, probably maybe towards the end. Uh, but it also goes to show that they they know how to do this stuff and they use it for these two. Not and I don't even mean that no these two kind of way, but it's like you know there's some. Guys that are on top right now and are going to make you money for the next, you know, three, five, eight years that could use that kind of uh, focus. Mm-hmm. You know, going around, hey, the, the, you know, AJ and Joe in the, in the Hell in a Cell and, you know, wife on the pole match. Like, this is a lot of, uh, a lot at stake here. What do you, what do you think? And then you start asking people in the locker room and like they used to do back in the day or like, you know, anytime Dusty Rhodes was involved with in any kind of big match, yeah. everybody talked about Dusty Rhodes. So they know how to do this. It's not a promotional technique that they that they just uh, you know that's old school that they don't use because that's wrestling. Like no, they 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 yeah. So it's, it's nah, that I mean, kind of thing to me too. I mean, I'll oh, you, you sons that, of but... bitches. But it was my same question too. Why are they using that on some, you know, on them too? When you know other people, you know, could use that push, could use that promotion, and we, we don't mean the Bella Twins, because <laughs> they ain't legend guys. I don't even think they should be on TV. But I mean, because you see the difference. God damn, night day, like, It's night and day. Um, Trav, look at the difference. They only really cheer Bree when she's standing next to her husband. They got booed out of the fucking building Monday night, and then they showed them in the backstage skit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got booed out of the. They got they got booed viciously when they put them on screen. Like nobody really wants to see them. They are a representation of the diva era. They don't to me. They don't represent give divas a chance. That was because of um fucking AJ Lee man, and the only yeah. reason they like you know downcasting her is because of her husband. You know what I'm saying? And that's like I said, you know. Him, I hope him and Colt could get their situation together too. So um, that's yeah, wow. Yeah, that, that that that's a sad situation right there. And another couple things, couple notes, breaking news in the aftermath. Wait, what's that? Wait, I missed it. Who who? Um, Colt and um, Colt Cabana and uh, Punk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they still Colt, yeah. Colt, still... Yeah, he spoke brief on it on his you know on his um podcast, but he didn't get into detail. He said he just wishes something that just, you know, the process is hurry up and he could be done with it so he could put it behind him. And he can move on with his life. But to um give y'all some late breaking in the aftermath, mm-hmm. the you know, the, the PWI five hundred came out and as voted by the voters, Kenny Omega has been voted number one. And this is the first time in 28 years that 
two back to back, you know, outside of you know dudes that wasn't you know that ain't WWE as in voted number one last year was Okada, this year is Omega. And wasn't AJ two both years? Yep, I believe he's yeah. number two or number three this year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's, yeah, he's two this year, and I don't think he was two last year. I mean, that's, I know that's interesting. Two. I mean, that's that's fitting. It's uh, it's 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 a testament to the people that put that together that they're not oblivious to what's going on. Right. So. They like it's like oh they last year Okada was like one of those you can't ignore him you can't he's just been too hot for two you know like three straight years probably longer than that but as far as you know me knowing knowing that name um so it's like oh you know they do that they'll throw in their Japanese token guy in the top top ten and this year uh, uh one you know this year they gave him the top spot but this year yeah Japanese promotion prominent uh, uh mainly and. More exclusively, I think, Omega, and uh, yeah, outside of WWE, it's it's yeah. Let's see if we can uh, do have a three is a charm or a trifecta or something. Right. Speaking Cody of the club, um, the action. He's like six or seven or some shit, wasn't he? Who? Cody. Cody Rhodes. I don't know. I didn't. I, yeah, I believe so. I think he was eight. Okay, which is so what? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. believe I believe it's more. I believe with Cody is more because you know he became like he became a bigger entity. Like in in this industry, you know, going out on his own, reinventing himself, not being stardust and hissing like a a, a damn raccoon. But um, <laughs> bigger than that. Do you think it's like? Do you think it's smart strategy on their part? And I, I do believe this, that they, you know, the core members of the Bullet Club, they said, you know, as far as negotiating and shit, they're gonna stick together. Okay, I mean, like what I'm asking, do you think? Do you think it's smart? Like, do you think that will leverage them better? Like on on their behalf, if they do, you know, such a thing, like. I think they're like, of course, like, like, of course the young bucks should. Like, of course. You know what I mean? But do you, does WWE look at those guys and think, well, at one point, depending on who you ask, Anderson and Gallows were the best tag team in the world or in Japan or in some region, and they're guys here. So do you look at that and say, look, you know, we can pay you more than we pay them, but not a whole lot more because it didn't translate. Like, I don't know if it necessarily benefits them to all kind of run together because, you know, Balor is not where AJ is and uh, Anderson and Gallows are not where uh, are not where Finn is and Adam Cole isn't where they are. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, I think that's, that's cool, the idea of them kind of running together. But, boy, you better have some good ideas if that's the plan. You better be able to tell WWE exactly what you plan on doing, and it better be something they want. Right. Because I think somehow um, Billy Corgan and WGN America, I think that's going to play a big role in whatever's going on as well. 
I think that's going to play a big role, especially depending on how, because, you know, like, as we we all know, we said before, you know, the pre-show for All In is going to be on WG in America. It's called the Zero Hour. And that's right. where they're going to have, you know, that over-the-budget um, battle royal. And now it's a lot of, you know, speculation that Mr. Pox, Mr. Ben Satterley, a.k.a. Neville, is going to be yeah. that battle royal. Is that why they were looking at the... The toy, the action yep, figure. The figure, yeah. Okay. He's free to go anywhere. He he has no money. They can, he's free to go. Now, he's yeah. free to perform anywhere. That's what's up. And they said that expect you know expect some surprises on that show. Yeah, that should be um. Yeah, what is that? Uh, Saturday night. Yep, Saturday night. Saturday night? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, well, I don't have I don't have cable, and I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's a way to watch it online. It's just like Fight TV. For pay-per-view, it's just, you know, like, ugh. That's the, that's the only part I'm like, you know. Uh, Fight TV, you know, yeah, that's. That's how I'm gonna. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna watch it on yeah. the fight on the yeah, fight. Yeah, app. of course there's a the fight way. TV has just a matter of do I want to pay yeah. that you know premium price for for that. Yeah, and they deserve to they get paid, have. so I'm not gonna you know get my my yeah. pirate on. I look. I take it in. I take it and look at it. It's only a one time thing. Why not? You know, what I mean, let's get this shit a shot. Like, it's a one time thing. Because I'm even yeah. toying with the idea of going to um, Battle well, of Glory. Hopefully it's not. You know, that's a, a huh? Hopefully it's not a one-time thing. I hope not. We all hope not. But, I mean, I'm saying, you know, as far as the pay-per-view, it's not like they got six more lined up, you know, for the rest of the year. So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, totally. let's get him a shot. Like I said, I'm even toying with the idea of even ordering or going to see uh, Bound for Glory until they fucking ran a kid over. Because, you know, this year is in. <laughs> This year is in New York, Bound for Glory. And what what venue? Um, I forget. It's not no no real big venue. I think it's like maybe like is it a at least the Manhattan? Huh? Yes. Yeah, I believe it's somewhere in Manhattan. Manhattan, like maybe a twelve hundred to two thousand seat, you know, like venue. Oh, really quick. Um, speaking of changing venues, um, you know, SummerSlam in Toronto. In uh, Toronto, yeah. Actually, uh, that should be that should be cool. Like that that kind of makes me want to go to SummerSlam. Like New York is great. I enjoy my time in New right. York, but it's like Toronto, huh? Like that's gonna be a fun weekend. I think that sounds. That cool. is the six. The six. I've been to Toronto before. The six is. Like that's where it's at. The six is popping. That's probably yeah, like the yeah. you know the most popping city in you know outside of you know U.S. saw you that I you know what I mean touched so far. Yeah. I mean I got plans you know to you know to visit Japan at some point yeah. in my life. That's one of my bucket list things. But um mm-hmm. yeah Toronto that seemed dope. I don't know fellas. Let's maybe we you know East Coast cash trip Toronto. Yeah. If I get to, cause I mean it, it only makes sense because Mania Week is is here, so like I don't think you could do both 
you know what I'm saying? It's like maybe like a four or five months um span. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, little, that's, got, a, that's a little bit. Yeah, we got Mania Week, Takeover Five, all the same, all that's it. And everything's in Barclay Center, so. And Mike, let yeah. me ask, because um, I know you're you're going to be watching All In. What what are your expectations for the Christopher Daniels uh, Stephen Amell match? Um, I think he got one of probably you know as far as Stephen Amell, he got one of the most professional professional you know dudes to work with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to create the motion like. I don't expect it to be, you know, no five star thriller, but I think Stephen Amell going, you know, he probably going to surprise a lot of people because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't half bad. He he wasn't half bad in that tag, you know, a couple some, you know, slams ago with uh, Neville. He wasn't half bad, and you know, being around the Bucks and Cody and you know Omega and all those guys, I'm quite sure he's learned, you know, much more. And fucking Daniels is like. Like, he's a master class. Like, to me, it's yeah. a fucking shame that Christopher Daniels, you know, didn't at least get a look, you know, from WWE somewhere down, you know what I mean, in the past. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a damn shame. Like, right? he's one of, the, like, probably, like, the best, you know, in-ring workers, you know, probably of the past 15, 20 years. Like, that can craft a match from, begin, you know, from bell to bell. I think that if... If he came along five or seven years later when you could have a different look and still be successful, I, I think he would have he would have been just fine. Like I don't I don't know if people realize just how different physique wise Adam Cole looks than anybody else on NXT, on the NXT roster. Like he's very slight as good as he is. And I think that the time that he came along helped that along with him being really talented. So, yeah, I think Daniels, if he was just a bit later, um, his his looks wouldn't have mattered as much, and I think he would have got that shot. Uh, but I, I do think that just having that different physique, different face, I do think they counted again. Yeah. And crazy shit about it, like to, to, to throw, to go back, he was actually supposed to be the higher power back in the day. Like when they did the whole, that whole higher power Vince McMahon um, angle and all that shit, he was actually supposed to have been the higher power. But I heard rumor has it, Vince looked at him and said, oh, this, this guy, hell no. He's too small. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, Vince Russo actually wanted him to be the higher power. And there was also a rumor that um, initially for WrestleMania 20, I mean for the um, 16, for 2000, WrestleMania 2, the going in the millennium, they wanted Taz versus Stone Cold. But I don't, um, like looking at um, Beyond the Mat, that movie Beyond the Mat, um, I got the director's cut. And I looked at it, and I looked at, you know, on the director's cut, there's... um. Like they have a dinner with um Barry Blue um you know the guy that directed it, Barry Balstein, Jesse Ventura, and Mick Foley. Okay. And Mick Foley actually said that a lot of people went out of their way, you know, on that D V D 
to undercut Taz when he first came because he came in so hot. Like, remember, he was just, you know, the ECW world champion, and he had just yeah. came in so yeah, hot. Yeah, no, that story's told all the time, that Taz debuts at the Rumble, and he gets backstage, and they were like, oh, you're done. And he's like, what do you mean? Did you hear that crowd? And they were like, exactly. We we definitely heard that crowd, and you're done. And he was done. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> How dare yeah, you be good? Yeah. Yeah. Probably the best thing for his all. career and for his body was that he didn't get pushed like the crowd wanted him to get pushed. Like remember, he was retired a year later. Right. With major his neck body, shit. Yeah, his neck and his back was breaking down. Like lifting all those fucking big guys. Like remember, he was the he was the sawed off giant killer. He was the he was the guy the first guy that killed you know, a, a UFC guy in the ring. Mm. And I, I I went back and on the network and watched um the match he had with Brackets. Oh my god, he tried to fucking kill Brackets. <laughs> he tried to fucking <laughs> kill Brackets. I don't know why that's so funny to me immediately. Yeah. But that's hilarious. <laughs> it was super Brackus. hilarious. He tried to kill Brackets. Like those those cross face um forearms he was giving him. I actually watched him break Sabu's jaw with, with one of those shits. Oh, damn. And speaking of another fucking funeral, I'm crossing my fingers and hope don't happen. The exact fucking thing is going to happen that we just talked about, Trav, last week. What? Brother Nero being in the hell in the cell. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my my issue is how many goddamn hell in a cell matches are they going to have on this show? It's two. It's two. Two. Um, Strong, Strong and Reigns. Per hour, and, um, No, just two in the actual cell. Strongman and Reigns and um, Hardy and Orton. So neither titles going to be. Oh well, Strongman and Reigns is the yeah. title. Uh, so Joe and AJ, what all this isn't going to be in the. In the cell, which, which which was mind blowing. Like I don't understand how that wouldn't be one of the seven, which was fucking mind numbing. But we get it. Like that 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 um feud is not going to end there. They're gonna they trying to. I believe they're going to stretch that as well, probably into Survivor Series. That feud mm. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, come because you know come Survivor Series time, AJ would have had you know the title for over a year now. Okay. Remember, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, November. He won it like right before Survivor Series, and he did yeah. probably yeah. the best match that Brock had in the past three fucking years. Yeah. Not even close. Right. And he did that, but um, I mean, I love AJ to death and all that. One of my favorites and all that, but I mean, he could give the title to Joe now. I think it's I think it's time. Like I want to see him Who's on the it? case now. That's interesting. I don't. I still don't. I'm not convinced, but um, it would certainly be interesting. I, I can't front. So, all right, Mike. Let us uh, okay. keep it moving. Good stuff, man. All right, fellas. Oh, okay. Always, fellas. Always. Most definitely. Mike from Brooklyn, everybody. Uh, Cam dropped off just about a minute ago. Uh, so it's. Just you and I. Hit me up, 347-202-0103. Talk to me.
Let's go to D.C. I think this is Willis. Willis, what's what happening? Up, Not too much, Nothing man. Much. How are you? Man, right. I had a ball up, at, up in New York for SummerSlam and NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yep. Seen some Even pictures. I, I, well, you see? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though I hated the fucking ending, but um, <laughs> that shit was just so stupid because what they didn't show on the TV because they hurried up and cut off Roman when he had won the match. Everybody was waiting around thinking Strowman was going to cash in, and as soon as people start realizing that he wasn't going to cash in, they start booing the shit out of Roman. And he hurried up and left. So I don't know what the hell going on with that. And I hate the fact that they doing everything in their power to get this man cheered. They just sabotage. I feel like they sabotage Braun Strowman for trying to make him a bad guy. That shit ain't going to work. Once Braun Strowman... Once Braun stopped whooping up on his ass and throwing chairs at Roman like he did and flipping over damn um, ambulances and shit again, everybody going to start cheering for Braun again. He he. Once he stopped doing the stupid, since he don't have the money in the bank no more and, and running from K, chasing at the KO and stuff and start yeah. doing mean and evil shit again, people are going to just start cheering for, for Braun again. It's like they try to turn Becky Lynch damn heel. That shit ain't work. We was going crazy in New York when she was whipping the shit out of damn Charlotte. Everybody was cheering for that joint. Just like on Tuesday night. And then they tried to edit it, the um, replay out when she was talking about the fans <laughs> and shit. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the tale. It's like y'all know, y'all are keenly aware of of the reaction, and yet y'all still push ahead. Yeah, and basically, Charlotte was getting booed at the show too. Not as hard as she, not as hard as the other day, but basically they turning. Much as I love Charlotte. They about to turn her into the female Roman Reigns. Yeah, not about to. I mean, I think I think she's there. I think if uh, I think if one more thing breaks the wrong way, she's she's ensconced as as the woman Roman Reigns. She is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's. I, don't, I just don't. I don't get why they're determined to go to go into a headwind all of the time. They just. Know so much better than what the fans ex- expressly and clearly say what say they want. Yeah, so it's just sometimes they do stuff right, but then sometimes they just do shit ass backwards, and it makes no sense whatsoever. And basically, to me, Raw stands for one thing and one thing only. The initials Raw stands for. Roman agenda wrestling. Because everything is evolved around him and everybody else is suffering. Damn, I don't, I don't know. Was doing, 
<laughs> well, for me, Dean, to me, Dean, Dean himself was doing all right by themselves. They ain't have to turn into Roman Blackies to save him from losing his damn title. He's supposed to be a good guy. Braun came up to him like a man and told him at the damn summer. Uh huh. Shit. Well, I, shit. See, you ain't got nobody that'll that. ride or die for you, Will. It's gonna be mad when somebody got homies. Uh. You know, homies that'll 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 ride for him. Yeah, but he's supposed to be claiming he's the big dog. He's supposed to be able to do the shit by himself. <laughs> I never, I never seen no, I ain't never seen no big dog um need any damn help. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wolves running packs, motherfucker. It's like the name, like what are you talking about? The hounds of justice. They they dogs. They running packs. Ain't no loner dogs out there. What kind of shit is that? Ain't how nature lone works, fellas. Little old wolves. They have lone wolves out there. Okay. So, they have lone wolves. And sharks, uh, um, damn, don't run in no damn pack, especially no great white. No, they didn't call themselves the shark. They called themselves the big dog. <laughs> uh, so, big dogs uh, come from wolves. Wolves run in packs. Just, Argument and, won <laughs> by me. <laughs> and it's just. Damn saying I like how what they did with damn Finn Balor the night after SummerSlam to keep them from from Roman to get booed, he gave damn Finn a damn title shot. Yeah. And that's the only reason why people kept quiet because they wanted to see Finn get a title shot, even though damn well we know before the match as soon as they announced in that no way in what's Blue Hill, no Finn Balor was gonna win no title on no damn um, my name ain't Raw. I don't know. Slam, I thought maybe Roman Reigns. I thought maybe, but then I thought, well, I, I did shield. No, no. I mean, in re- in reality, I I hoped, and you know, but once you realize, you know, they 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 got the shield back for a reason. They're not going to the next week or the next night uh, <laughs> have them drop the thing. So yeah, so. And I'm not even really looking forward to the Hell in the Cell match because we know exactly what's going to happen during that whole match. Roman get his ass beat through the whole damn match. Yeah. Braun do something where he slip up. Roman hit about one or two Superman punches and a spear after he even got beat up, thrown around the cage and everything. And win the match. All it is is a fucking elimination chamber all over again. But Roman was in the corner the whole goddamn match. Braun took everybody out. And Roman just hit him with one damn spear and won the damn match. That's It's, it's just repeat. Just like the damn, um, um, the SummerSlam main event. All that was was a repeat of Brock and Goldberg over again. It was a a same style match, almost the same setup of moves, and almost the same exact minutes. Uh, it was about an eight minute match. All they did, so? all, 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 all Roman did was just spam his damn super moves. That it. Brock didn't even hardly even get any moves in, in that match. Got like three suplexes in, and an F five on Braun. That was about it. Okay. So, Considering. So, Everything involved, that was one of the most well-laid-out and executed matches uh, I've seen. 
keeping everybody oh. strong, keeping Brock safe because you know he's not going to he's you know he's he's proven that he's got something on the horizon. He's not going to do too much in pro wrestling to 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 risk that. And so the idea of Brock not getting in a bunch of offense or getting a bunch of stuff, like, well, what'd you expect? No, I, I thought you're not. Yeah, that was that was a fine match executed. Ex- it was booked stupidly because Braun should have had enough common sense to be like, I ain't gonna stand outside. Let me get in and make this a triple threat match because that's what everybody was wanting for in at that night. Everybody was hoping mm-hmm. Braun was gonna do a triple threat. Nah. He did uh, exactly. Yeah, they just did that to they. What you know that meme that he got was somebody sprinkling dust over somebody. That's Vince. He all he did was sprinkle a whole bunch of brawn dust on that main event. Dust, people doing that shit. Dust. So the whole time you what you think that guy sprinkling dust on meat. <laughs> that that's no, what I that was. You. That was big. Uh-huh. That's all Vince did. He wanted to keep that crowd from booing, booing the match. And it almost happened because somebody was about to um bring out the beach ball and the damn um the damn security guard got a hold of it. That's why that asshole chant started. Because somebody was about to bring Were out the beach ball. Were they assholeing the guy or security? They was calling the no, they was calling the security asshole. Right, right, okay. They wanted some beach ball action. Okay. Check it. Yep, uh-huh, because cause they started a boring chant during the match at one point. They started a boring chant, and they both, another chant that they chanted, both of y'all still suck. Yeah, you both suck. That was that came through. I heard that. Yeah. That match so, was not boring. Those people were assholes. People didn't. People wanted to see Braun. They want to see Braun in the match. That's what he everybody had a paid match. for to see. Two minutes. No, he wasn't that. in. <laughs> no, they wanted him in that title match. They they set that joint up. Everybody was thinking, well, Braun had a quick match with um Kevin Owens, so that means he going to come in. Exactly. No, I understand. Well, they set it up perfectly to get the reaction. You know, to get you know, to get folks riled up and to make them think that they were about to see something special. No, it was perfect. Again, it was executed and, and booked like expertly considering everything going into it. It was like the one it was like the Doctor Strange, like one there's one way we can get everybody over in this situation. Keep keep rock safe, keep you know, do all these hit all these check boxes. Uh there's one way that we can do it and they did it. And it was great. My argument, Roman my won, argument, no, my argument is if it would have worked, people wouldn't have booed after the show went off. They were, they were booing because it was Roman Reigns. That is predictable as fuck. So it didn't, in actuality, it didn't work because people wasn't satisfied with the what ending that you didn't see the, in the scene ending in the building. Maybe the people on the TV... Watching at home was satisfied what happened, but the people in the building wasn't satisfied with what happened. Ah, well, 18,000 of y'all, it's a million and a half of us. So I'll take that. So, but, this, but the, um, but that damn NXT joint, man, yeah. that shit was on fire. Yeah, that yeah, joint was. was, man. 
I was on the floor. I was hopping up and down when Kyrie Sane won that joint. They told that was one of the best matches I've seen that whole weekend. That one and the tag match were um, undisputed and um, mustache. Oh, no, that joint was yeah, yeah. That joint was tight too. I kind of didn't like the um, ending the the Gargano match because it kind of made Gargano look like a buckethead. Because why would he damn um, handcuff Chompa at the end of the well, it's not even it's not even that 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 was one of those like oh placement, but my thing with with Gargano was like, why do you have to like there are much better ways to get him to not be able to stand up over doing this one this big move that's going to fuck you up too like just keep kicking him in the face just keep doing what you're doing kick him and kick him and kick right. him and kick him and kick him and he's not going to get up after a while no need to do this big old fifteen foot you know, run, you know, uh, uh, running thing and, and, and crash and burn and, and take yourself out of it. Again, it was well done, and I get what they were going for, but, man, well, yeah. Okay. But I don't My think thing, that at the edge, that that was just clever, heel, resilience kind of, oh, he found a way out. Right. That That's okay, but – it was it was the setup before that. Like, God damn it, Gargano, why'd you have to be so over the top with it? And why didn't you handcuff him at the top of the ramp and not the beginning of the ramp? So just in case if he decide to um try to get up, he'll slip and fall and he'll look like he's standing anyway. Right. Yeah. That I mean I mean yeah, I'm I'm willing to give the you know give some leeway, uh, you know heat of the moment. You just see a bar, cuff him to it. You know again, if he'd have just kept kicking the shit out, just stomp him in the face, and uh, you know, right. And um, I was I was kind of disappointed in the Velveteen Dream and the EC3 match because they yeah. was kind of off. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, who who's the who's the who led that match? EC three as the veteran? I hope not. He's good. No, no. I mean, I assume that's just because of how that works. He's the veteran, so he calls it most likely, and he's the he. Yeah, he. I bet EC three called that match, but neither one of them are. You know, EC three isn't good. Uh, Velveteen is uh, is green. He just has he just doesn't have the mileage to matches under his belt. So so for that to turn out to you know what it was a very passable kind of clunky match. It was you know it was fine. It really had no business on that on a takeover show. It might have been one of the worst matches in takeover history. You know quality wise, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's uh, you know that's a, a lot of matches on that list that were spectacular. So I don't, I don't, I don't think they should be. You know, it's the opposite of prettiest waitress at the Denny's. It's like, hey, if you're the ugliest, you know, Swedish swimsuit model, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure you're still goddamn pretty hot. <laughs> so yeah, right. they were. So that's that's yeah. So, but EC3 just isn't good. At least in the NXT context, he he just might he might hit on the main roster. I don't think so. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's main roster quality, but I also didn't think Elias was, uh, was worth anything either. And he's, uh, 
he's a guy that didn't necessarily fit in, quote unquote, you know, on an NXT takeover, but is doing, you know, a year in is like, okay, well, you know, they've, he's gotten himself over and, you know, he's got his stupid little, you know, catchphrase and stuff. So kudos to him. And one more thing before you let me go. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that's not really feeling the women's pay-per-view after Stephanie man just basically came out and overstepped everybody? I got a strange feeling. Even though they said it's supposed to be Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey, which makes no goddamn sense to me, I got a feeling that something Stephanie McMahon will find some way to get in that match so it can be her and Ronda for the main event. And I hope that does not happen. I hope it doesn't either. And I don't think it's going that way. Um, why would Stephanie want to be in a match with, with Ronda Rousey? Like, why? She's... Uh, that's if she have a whole bunch of shenanigans where she says she the boss. She can do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. She can have people yeah. running and try to beat up on Ronda and then win the match and then take the title. Do some dumb shit, but hopefully they won't do nothing like that. But it's I don't think I think Stephanie. I I have a lot of issues with her, and I don't think she's a the best and a lot of things. But I don't think she's uh, stupid enough to to halt Ronda's momentum in such a heck garbage way. I just, that would be. That I would just be don't like the fact that she that she never shows ass. At least Triple H and Vincent Man and and Shane showed ass. She only got yeah. her come up and maybe once. But Vicky hey, Guerrero, she got thrown, when they were the beat. Yeah, she got thrown in the goo. Ah, got it. Yep, and, and, and that's about it. Well, um, well, well, the whole wedding thing was major. So, granted, that was almost 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. I, we'll, we'll and see. and if, I if you thought Triple H wasn't going to get over, you know, you had another thing coming. All right, so we'll see what happens with that. She talked about I'm the one that helped the re- re- women's revolution. No, you didn't. Your damn husband oh, did all this. Point. Well, you, don't, you don't know how this works. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> we all know how it works. That shit just makes me damn laugh every time. But, yeah, yeah. but, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Cool, man, good stuff. I'll talk to you. All right. Willis from DC, everybody. Let's uh, let's get into some of these non-VIP emails. Jabron sent this in last week. Uh, with the influx of talent coming in from the Indies, do the wrestlers still own the rights to their ring names, or does WWE now have the rights to their name, or could it just be based off of whatever he or she negotiated as a contract? For example, now that Big Cass is gone. He still goes by Big Cass, but changed the spelling of his name. Just something I was thinking about on how uh, that all works. Um, what's the purpose of Finn Balor coming out as the demon? Well, we talked about that last week, and I, I thought it was fine and perfect, actually. That was good, especially how he walked through Corbin in two minutes. Um, so those are two different issues, Big Cass. Big Cass is not known outside. WWE completely made Big Cass. Like, nobody knew who Big Cass was when he showed up as Cassidy fucking, oh, uh, whatever the fuck. Um, 
and with with a handful of matches under his belt, and when he showed up and got signed in in Florida, so he didn't have a name. So WWE not calling when he gets called up and no longer calling them Cassidy O'Reilly or whatever the hell his name was, and just going with Big Cass, trademarking that. Um, that's different than somebody than Ricochet coming in and either signing the rights over or not. So yes, it is individual. Like CM Punk, we talked. He's a a really good example. It's, it's not not so much anymore because things were different in '07, you know, or '05 or whenever the hell Punk came in. Um, you knew you were going to get a hokey, stupid ass name when you came in anytime between you know before like 2012, 2013. Now it's like, you know, maybe you'll get a new name, maybe, you know, Ricochet, maybe they'll keep it and, you know, you'll own that still, or maybe they'll buy it from you. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of what contract, but it is individual. That I know. Like, not everybody has the same, comes in at the same level. Ricochet has a lot more um, name recognition. Like, Ricochet and Keith Lee have more name recognition, and Keith Lee is different, assuming Keith Lee is his real name. Um but let's stick with Ricochet since that's a clearly gimmick name. Um, he's different from, you know, uh, uh, Neville even. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's not a good example either. But it's just different. Different guys could negotiate no no more or smarter. WWE might try to take advantage of certain guys that don't know any better, that are just looking for the opportunity and their dream job and all that bullshit. Um, yeah, Big Cass is like Big Kaz, like K-A-S-C-A-S-Z-Z or some bullshit. Like who's booking that guy? Who wants? I don't want Big Cass on my show. Definitely don't want Big Kaz on my show. Thanks, Jabron. Uh, John M. Damn, we missed this one too last week. Sent this in last week. Hey, fellas, last week I listened to Jericho's podcast with his guest David Weiss, the Flat Earth guy, and the topic of our satanic government. Oh, the topic was our satanic government. They talked about the Freemasons' obsession with numerology and brought up that Vince McMahon himself is a Freemason. He has the name Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That are 33 names on the on the Pythagorean name calculator and the WWE logo turned sideways is the number 33. Hmm. I mean, now it is, you know, since 01. So, but by 01, he was probably, you know, at that point, you know, publicly traded billionaire, at least, at least on paper. So that might've been his initiation into our satanic government. And I'm only halfway kidding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> anybody that knows me knows I'm like, um, okay, so WWE logos sideways is 33. The occultic circles 30, in occultic circles, 33 represents the race of fallen angels. The one third that were kicked out of heaven, Vince being an occultist makes sense to me. What? Where'd you get the Vince being an occultist? Oh, he's saying if he's a Mason, he's saying it. It makes sense to him. I thought he was saying Vince being an occultist makes sense. Like he knows for a fact, but I think, yeah, uh, makes sense to me for so many reasons. 
that I don't have time to get into right now, but I've decided to find out who else on the current roster are either born or given a 33 name by WWE. I'm not saying these people are cultists or even, or were given any opportunities based on their names. Oh my God. Andrade Almas, Bo Dallas, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Roode, Booker T, Braun Strowman, Cedric Alexander, Dean Ambrose, Drake Maverick, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Slater, Jinder Gold Dust. Wait, wait, wait. What are the names? We're even. I decided to find out who else on the current roster were either born or given a 33 name. Okay, because obviously Gold Dust. So you're saying Dustin Runnels is a. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then he names a whole bunch. Or a bunch more. Owens, Connor, Liv Morgan, Maria, Mike, Canellis, Cole, No Way Jose, Truth, Renee Young, Roman, the whole Anoy Anoy family, Scott Dawson, Miz, Titus O'Neil, Tom Phillips, Triple H. <laughs> we could I mean, look, I can I don't know how long you go back with this show when I was really, really knee deep in this kind of stuff. Um, you know, um, but I definitely, again, this isn't shocking or, oh, you know, so, uh, but no, I don't think all those people, as you said, were given those names for nefarious or weird occultic reasons, but, but Vince, I guess being an occultist, I, I just don't, a guy like Vince, I don't know. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to get into that because that shit, like all types it, all types are drawn to to different things. I only want to say occult shit or everything. I mean, just look at look at us wrestling guys. I mean, it's a lot of different people represented in the callers and emailers and different types of people. Me and Cam and Rich are all different, you know, types of of, of dudes, um, and we're all drawn to you know similar things. So I don't want to put too much into it, but. But Vince, yeah, I mean, God, I used to be so into, and and John, one of the reasons I stopped, not even stopped, and you never stopped learning, caring enough to try to like, hey, look at this, did you hear about this? Hey, have you heard 40, 40 of the 44 fucking presidents uh, uh, can be traced, but you know, 41 of 44 can be traced back to this one fucking asshole in England and 11, tw- you know, 99 or some shit. You know, that's, yeah, I, just no one cares. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they go back to, you know, fucking Twitter or whatever, because who cares? Cause, uh, yeah, anyway, appreciate the email, John. I don't even want to think about how terrible the world is and how people don't care about shit that matters. Jabron, he chimes in this week. What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. How long do you believe the Shield will be together this time? Could they possibly make it to the Rumble? I won't say Mania because I think that's uh, way too far away at this point. NXT is on. Wait, tonight? So Regal's office is a lot of like action and activity, and the, the reporter, uh, the announcer woman. It's like, uh, does all this activity have anything to do with the Aleister Black uh, attack? Like, motherfucker, like this shit happened two weeks ago. 
that you started an investigation tonight? <laughs> I just think that was just an over. I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, he'll start interviewing folks officially. It looks like they'll be doing fake interrogations or at least some kind of questioning. But I think the investigation in there started two weeks ago when we started analyzing the footage and blah, 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 and all that stuff, at least last week. Um, Shield will be together, I think. I think the Rumble's a good, a good, uh, a good place. Maybe right before. So the Rumble leading into the Rumble, there's some intrigue, some stories to tell. I don't think they make it to Mania because I think maybe they do the they do this year do the All Shield main event. So Roman Reigns is in his fifth straight WrestleMania main event. But hey, there's Dean and Seth. You know, it's a triple threat. So that would be fine. But it has, it would have to explode and end and finally, you know, at the, at the Rumble. Could you imagine if Dean and Seth are the last two, Lex Luger, Bret Hart, Batista Cena type finish, and they both get the shot? I think there's a better way to do it, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, next from Gibran, is it pretty much a wrap for Apollo Crews? I like him but it seems like he, he can't break through on Raw and will be better on SmackDown. Well, he was on SmackDown. I, I feel like he's good talent, but Raw is just overloaded with really good talent that he that he can't get into any good storylines on Raw and that fans won't kill before it starts. Um, I disagree that it's overloaded with talent. I mean, I don't think so. They got a decent amount of talent. Yeah, it's not scrappy or anything, but you know, it's not, you know, SmackDown's doing okay, star power-wise. It's great. Everybody could use another star or two. But, but yes, I do agree he should be, he'd be better off on SmackDown. But, you know, again, like I said, he was on Smack. He was on SmackDown when SmackDown wasn't good. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be cool to see what SmackDown could, if they got their hands on him now, away from Titus O'Neil. Like, I think Titus gave him doing the worldwide stuff for a year and a half or however long it's been. Gave him a, a voice. I think he now needs to go and use that voice. He's got personality, man. I've been talking this shit for two years now. Apollo Crews, Uha Nation, has personality. I seen it. He just needs to it's like a it's it's not like a Big E, like when I was like, ah, Big E has that quirky personality and how are they gonna tap into it, you know, five years ago before New Day hit. Um it's similar to Apollo Cruz, like, man, he's got a personality, he's got charisma. It's just a different, goofier kind of not goofy like like Big E, but definitely like a playful kind of charisma. That comes through with Titus O'Neill. It's just was comfortable being, you know, Titus O'Neil's sidekick and shit. So I, I, I think a, a, a heel turn and the next night he shows up on SmackDown and Paige, Paige you know, they set it up. And I think they might be setting it up because last week um, Dana – like Titus or Apollo lost a match and he was on the outside of the ring, like, you know, holding his ribs, you know, selling, selling the match. 
and Titus was kind of standing over him. You know, he was outside the ring. You know, he was still in the suit and the street clothes. So he's like standing over him, like, oh, you know, you okay, man? You know, consoling them kind of thing. And Dana Brooks came over and like kind of shoved with one arm, kind of just, you know, Titus, get out of here. I got him. You okay? You all right? You know, and she was just super like, kind of like overly like affectionate, not affectionate, but concerned, sort of like the the ref, the the, the woman ref in NXT when Aleister Black got, got, got uh, attacked two weeks ago. Like, hmm, she seems really concerned. So I got that same vibe from Dana. And then so I said, thought then, like, is this, uh, should I read into that? So if they set this up, they could make it mean something, but I don't want to see them feud. Ugh, absolutely not. I'd love for, I would absolutely love for, for, for them to set Titus O'Neil up to get turned on and get stabbed in the back, to get beat down by whatever, whoever, AOP, and, 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 and Apollo Crews walks out or beats him up or whatever, and him and Dana leave. And then they show up on uh, they show up on SmackDown the next night, and Peyton Page explains that Apollo Cruz demanded a trade, and uh, Baron Corbin made her made her a sweet offer, or something. Whatever, I don't know. You can come up with something, and I would be interested, yes, to see what they would do with him on SmackDown. That'd be cool. JC. Chimes in from Maryland. Hey, Trav. JC here. Do you think it's a mistake turning the top baby's face and Braun and Becky into heels? I feel like they're trying so hard, but the crowd does, uh, don't want it. And Vince isn't listening to the WWE Universe. Thanks for a great show. And Trav, thanks for smarting me, smarting, smartening me up more on Madden. It's helping me in the ultimate team. Um, yeah, so me and JC played our third game technically, but like our second like session, uh, first game we played, I just bust his ass like 25, three or something. We called it quits after a half. Um, next game, I think I beat him three, nothing. It was the most defensive turnover game, you know, and then Saturday, it's a good defensive game again. And I'm up 10-3, I think. And all I need to do is 14-10, he has to score a touchdown. I think it, I was up three, so he could have tied it, but maybe not. And he just drives with two minutes left in the game. I scored and then left just too much time or something. And then all the t- this was just a defensive game, and now all of a sudden I just can't stop the guy on this drive. And he gets in, not the red zone, he's like at the 30. And he throws this whatever, I don't know, out route or hitch or some shit, and it does that thing where the, it switches to the wrong guy. Or like I waited too long to switch, and it didn't switch to the linebacker, it switched to the safety. So I'm diving with my safety as he's catching it in the, in, in the, not the flat, but you know, if it was out, whatever, he caught it in a fucking safety dove, like an asshole. And he just strolled into the end zone with seven goddamn seconds or something left. It was bullshit. He cheated. Sun was in my eyes. My controller was stuck. 
the internet froze. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, a mistake, JC? I don't know. With Becky, I think my instincts are yes. Uh, with Braun, I, I, no, not so much. Uh, and again, I don't blame Braun in a lot of ways. Like, hey, if I had a three-man gang, you know, I'd I'd want to uh, get myself an insurance policy too. So I don't I don't blame him there. But but I'd lean to yes, it, it's a it's a mistake to uh, turn the, 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 the two most over folks, especially Becky Lynch, and turn them heel. So. Thanks for the email, JC. Uh, I'm not in a cult, man. Ha ha. I don't know what I was talking about it 11 minutes ago. Let's talk to... I think... Craig, one 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 international Skype. Craig, is that what you? Hey, it's me. What's happening? Uh, watching the showdown here on NXT. Oh yeah, <laughs> you see Velveteen's uh, like head wrap. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I I like everything he does. He's great. Yes. Did, you, you were uh, you were going on about Madden while he was talking. Did you hear anything he said? Oh no, 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 no! I yeah, and I wasn't reading the title, the, the subtitles either. What was what was he saying? Well, did you did you hear or did you read anything uh, that Regal said to um, Johnny? No. Okay, uh, Johnny was cutting a promo. And he was saying he's all messed up, and he doesn't want any. He doesn't know what the crowd want or what the fans want anymore, and he can't get uh, chomp out of his head and stuff. And then he started banging the microphone against his head. Yeah, I wonder what that was. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Regal came down and asked him if he attacked uh, Alistair Black, and Johnny said, "You've known me forever." And he says that doesn't answer the question. That's not a yes like, or oh. no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he and he goes, look into my eyes, and you'll find the answer. And and then Velveteen's music popped up, and he came down. So he never answered the question, but yeah, like that's again, your eyes aren't your mouth. Just just say <laughs> yes or fucking no. God damn, look into my eyes. That's that's. Well, remember, shit, George Bush, remember he looked into Putin's eyes and saw he was like yeah. a, a, <laughs> he had a good soul. So, I mean, you know, maybe it's possible. When Velveteen came down and he was like, well, you talking about Johnny wrestling and he keeps saying the same old stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I'm the one who stole the show out of TakeOver. I'm the one who was trending and stuff. <laughs> Which is funny considering what you guys were talking about earlier. Yeah, like no, you weren't. Maybe, maybe I'm not well, gonna say you weren't trending, but you certainly didn't steal any goddamn show. His, his his pants were, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
But uh, no, I I would like for for that angle going forward to be. I want. I was hoping like. Uh, it would be like a guy like Velveteen come out and say, "Yeah, I'm the one who attacked him." And it'd be like and mean it, and that'd be the story, or is he doing it for like some kind of attention? What you... No, no, yeah, what like mean? like. All right, for instance, this is like one of the biggest stories I remember from when I was a kid. Me and my sister, and I'll try to make it really quick, and I'm sorry if I go longer, but... Um, you got it. Me, me and my sister, we were like 12 and 10, and uh, there was a piece of bread in the kitchen, and it got eaten. And my mom okay. said, who ate this bread? And me and my sister were like, I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. And so my mom sent us both to our rooms and we were like crying and stuff like that. And, and she was like, you, you guys are coming out. You're going to be both grounded because no one will tell the truth because I hate liars, stuff like that. Right. And so we're both up in our room, like crying and stuff like that. And finally, Wait, now, even though was, I, hold up, hold up, hold up. What was the what was that scene? Same rooms, separate rooms? Were you like yelling at each other? Like I know you did it, I didn't need it, so just right, tell you know. Right you... next door, right next door, and yeah, it's a. I mean, this 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 is like a four hour long project right here. We were right <laughs> next door to each other upstairs. So so okay. I was yelling at her. I'm like, why don't you just tell her you liar? And she's like, <laughs> I didn't lie. The always lie because you're a liar and stuff like that. And so right. then I finally went to my mom and I told her that I ate the bread, even though I didn't. And she goes, no, you didn't. she goes, no, you didn't. I know you didn't. You're just saying that. So we're done with this. Cause I said that no one will be punished or whatever. And finally it came out that my mom's roommate slash lesbian <laughs> lover ate the bread. And what a twist. Yeah. What a fucking twist. <laughs> Oh my say, God. Dude, I, I wrote this story on Facebook. I it, I wrote it like years and years ago. My mom still feels super bad about it because we got, we ended up going to get Arby's after that or something like that. So it was cool. Okay. But uh, but no, I, I I hope someone comes out just to get attention and be like, yeah, I'm the one who did it. And then William right. Ringo's like, right. Like some oh, fucking terrorist group takes takes like, oh yeah, we we blew up that exactly. you know subway or that mosque or whatever the fuck. That was us. Exactly. <laughs> that like, would be no great. the fucking gas the gas main broke. Like what are you talking? Like, it was an accident. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was my my little thing based on what I just thought uh, right yeah. now watching it. Uh, what do you think about Dean talking? To uh, gender, because I know you're a Dean fan. Yeah, I thought that was fine. I mean, you know, for that's that's. I mean, as soon as they showed up in the same shot together, you're like, oh, okay, I know how this is going to go. <laughs> you know, he's going to try to get him to do a stupid chant and uh, or mantra, and then Dean's going to, you know, irrationally, uh, <clears throat> you know, talk about doing violence to him. I was really and hoping then Dean takes the guy's water bottle and fucking throws it at the other guy. I was like, God damn, Dean, what a scumbag! Well, I I rewound that when he did that. Did you? Did the you guys' reaction I thought, was great. 
Like, because he got water but all he, over that guy's shirt and jacket. But I thought that was Baron Corbin. Because he had the so, show tan and all that. I was like, did he... Was that, that Baron was like Corbin? Kind of Some random dude. Yeah, that would have been great if it was. And then that could get, you know, another person Corbin could, uh, you know, screw over with matches and shit like he tried to do with Bobby Lashley. Talk of, yeah. Man, that was the best I've seen Bobby Lashley on Raw since maybe the day he debuted and, like, got that pop because he was like, oh, shit, Lashley's back. That was good. I don't, I don't, Him in the back reacting to Corbin... Uh, and smacking him on the shoulder, yeah. like, look at you. Like, and then, then the deadpan face, and yeah, and then he but ran through been, Corbin, he, uh, Connor, and Victor. So, yeah. He's been doing that the whole time he's been back, and nobody's noticed. Cause I love I loved Bobby Lashley back in TNA. When I first yeah. started watching TNA, Bobby Lashley was a man. He was going at it with MVP and stuff. And okay. I love Bobby Lashley. And so when he came back, I was like, kind of psyched. And he came back as a babyface, so I'm like, oh, oh, this is cool. Because that's when I first started watching TNA. Right. And he's showing that little bit of, and I know he doesn't have eyebrows, and you all make fun of him for that stuff, but <laughs> I think he is amazing. But, uh, yeah, I like his little, he's been, he's been doing that kind of stuff. Like, those little, like, tiny little, uh, Things you really don't notice if you're not paying attention. He's yeah. been doing that this the whole run. Yeah, he, he he it was just over the top when he did it with Sami Zayn when he came out there with the big dumb grin on his face, like he was trying to be like with Corbin yesterday or on Monday. It was clear that he was he meant business. He was placating this guy, and you know. That the slap on the shoulder, two slaps on the shoulder, with with Sami Zayn, you know, a few months ago with that whole stuff, it was like he was out there trying to 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 not be. I don't know. It just was something about that stuff. Monday just hit me like, okay, now it's time to maybe pay attention to Bobby Lashley and not just completely dis- discount him. Like every time he shows up, I'm just like, what ever. Again, outside that, of the day he first showed up, after the night after Mania or whenever it was, ever since then, right. it's just like, whatever, who cares? No, I think that stuff with Sami Zayn had a, lot of, had a lot of good stuff in it, but it was like, um, like the, the over, overarching uh, commentary about it was the sisters thing and that, how that destroyed the whole thing. And I was really pissed about that. Because I'm like, man, they're both doing really good stuff, and they're both trying really hard, but then they throw in the stupid sister shit. Regal has his knuckles on a velvet trophy platform. Wow. Do you see that? What? Regal right now? at his deck. Yeah, doing a little investigation. No, I'm still I'm still at the end of the Dakota Kai. Oh, okay. Wait till they cut to the office. Okay, I got. <laughs> so, so yeah, what else? Uh, what else is on your mind? 
Um, uh, you guys, have you ever been to Toronto? No, never been to Canada. It's SummerSlam, so it's August, and it's mm-hmm. like 190 degrees down in Texas. I think that might be a nice time for you guys to take a trip up up north. Take a little, yeah. you know, get a little 80 degrees up up. No, certainly. Um, I was going to say this earlier when Cam was on the line. I would uh, I want to go ahead and volunteer Jason Fillmore's uh, house, who lives in who lives in. Uh, Brampton, which is outside right. of uh, Toronto. So yeah. if I do go, I'll be I'll be staying in I'll be staying in Brampton. <laughs> well, yeah, me and my sister I mean, are on you know, a year away. We'll see. It's it's different now. Toronto wouldn't have been much of a thought, but you know, flying from Texas to Toronto is different than flying from you know Philly to Toronto. Yeah. But if you're going to fly to one, what are you going to do? Uh, Texas to Toronto, Texas to New York. I mean, it really doesn't, it's not that much of a difference, is it? Well, that's what, well, my point is it, if I was in Philly, both of those would be drives, Toronto or yeah. friggin', uh, New York. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been to, I've be been to Toronto stupid. three times. And I was kind of excited to see it's coming to Toronto. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't been to Toronto in about a decade and that city is so friggin' cool it's got this underground city it's like walking through a shopping mall underground what yeah underground it's got it's got it's like and going back to your conspiracy uh thing with it's like if they had all the the new york pod the whatever the people the new york city people that live under the ground and come up and see all your Stuff and like the Morlocks and the, or the uh, Eloy. Are you talking about Futurama? What the fuck? No, no. The Time Machine. You've read the Time Machine, oh, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, gross things. Yeah, you know, totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, but the the Toronto has an underground city that's actually like a functioning, like it's like walking through a mall, but you're actually walking through the city. Wow. Everything down underground is like the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like most of it's underground. Wow, that's cool. And it, I mean, you can, it's like you can spend a whole day just walking around down under the ground. There's no cars or anything, and you're just walking around. Oh, Nikki Cross. Um, yeah, I think you guys would enjoy Toronto. And it's got a nice mass transit system too. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something to consider. Again, considering we got peoples up there that I don't know if they, you know, let let me or us stay in their crib for two or three or four days. But the fact that we got people up there that would show us around, and I'm sure would. Uh... Yeah, look at Bianca. Like, if you don't get this crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. Is she trying to touch Bianca's like midsection? What's she doing? I'm still on her plane with the phone. <laughs> mm. But yeah, no, um, that's uh, that's definitely something to consider. Um, haven't been, you know, Miss Miss Mania this year. That was a bummer. So 
you know, next year in Toronto. That might uh, that might be fun. That'd be cool. And if I can, and if we can do, well, and and I think, assuming, uh, assuming, you know, I could get, you know, credentialed. You know, we wouldn't even at least Cam and I, maybe Cam and I and Rich, depending if they let us. Depending on what they do, because last this year they only did one, so it might be tough trying to get two. But one or two hey, or three of us could get could get media credentials. Trev, All we'd have to do was pay for the damn airfare. You paid the you paid your dues, man. You just passed the ten year mark. Oh well, I'm just saying. I was, I was, I'm have, to, no, I, no, no. Let I'm me looking, speak, I'm, sir. Look out for Rich and Cam, is what I'm saying. No, yes. If oh, I could. I'm, talk, I'm talking about the whole East Coast cast. You guys have ah, paid your dues. Right. But I'm saying, even, even, okay, even the LA Times or somebody that's coming out, they don't get to send two people out to WrestleMania. Everybody gets one. Yeah, they do. Me. Yeah, they do. I, I hear my podcast all the time. I got nothing else better to do than listen to friggin' podcast at work. These guys all get credentials. Like, man, like I just wrote to you guys earlier, how many of those StarCast fucking podcasts were around since 2008, huh? No, they just started when they, they you guys were around when they were called audio shows. Right. Back in the Bruce Mitchell days. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you, got, you sure. just need to make more noise. Disco Inferno don't have anything on me. Uh, Mike says you need a passport or at least a gimmick passport. I don't know what that is. Uh, to yeah. get into Canada these days. Well, of course, yeah. That, these days, yeah. I thought that's not always been like that. No, you used to be able to just get in with your driver's license until about, I want to say, eight, eight, ten years ago. Then they started doing passports, but I already had a passport, so it really didn't matter to me. My mom lives in England, but yeah, right. you got to get a passport. That's fine. But you, you can, you can get a. It's not a like a real passport. I think you can get a like. Well, I have uh, a passport, so for me personally, it's fine. So. Right. Well, I mean, but he's saying the gimmick you know, passport ID. So I guess that's what that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, I, I'm not really flying over the seas or anything. I just need a passport to get to yeah. North America or whatever. Jesus Christ, Lars. Uh, yeah, I've only been to Europe and Africa, so Canada would be would make. Three foreign countries, even though Canada doesn't seem like a, a oh, foreign country. You've never been to Canada at all? No. Wow. Yeah, first time I got on an airplane was to go to Bosnia. Well, it was to go to Boston, to go to Frankfurt, to go to Sarajevo. <laughs> but, yeah. Dude, Canada is like an hour from me. So, I've been to Canada a few times. You can get... Like, if you're going to Detroit and you get in the wrong lane, you're in Canada. Yeah, it's like, and you're like, that can happen and I just to you turn in, around? you know, in Philly going to Jersey. Like, oh, fuck, I'm on the goddamn Franklin, <laughs> and then you turn around, now I got to pay a toll to get back. <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah. So I definitely know how that know that how that could happen. Dude, one time when we came back from Canada, yeah, the like we ended up in the wrong lane going back into Detroit, and we wound up in like the, I mean this this part of Detroit. I don't even think it's on maps. Like this this part of Detroit was like, what the hell? This is not the twelfth mile. This is like, no, it was it was like, I mean these. It was like everything was boarded up, and and it was like this. This used to be like part of Detroit, and it was like depressing. Cause I'm a I'm a Detroit friggin' freak bracketology, show. Bracketology, right? I'm. What's that? I just bracketology tonight. Oh, the uh, yeah, the the Mayo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, Harley and them did it. Did one on the. Um, on the VIP, I haven't listened to it yet. Harley and um, I think her name's Emily. Okay. They did a breakdown of all thirty-two people and everything about that. But yeah, they're putting one on the network tonight. Okay. But yeah, I hope you guys uh, decide to go to Toronto, and uh, yeah. I'll let you go. Early up on. Uh, Get on to Darrell and all that. And all right, man. You have a great week. Talk to you. Thanks for the call. All right. Craig from Toledo. Let's, uh, let's check in. You know, let's check in with, I assume this is Boris. Boris, what's on your mind? Hey, what's going on? Um, Not too much, man. Thanks for that shirt. I really like that custom shirt. The Ohio Ken. I think. C-Hall oh yeah. Was yeah, um, right up here. I love right that. Did you buy one? one? Oh, okay, good. Yeah, as soon as he tweeted, I bought one. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I was I didn't get a chance to you know you know tweet or put a picture, but I'm gonna do it. But I did. I I really liked that one. That was like, that, was, that was right up my alley. I was like, wow. Yeah. But you guys want sure. to have some more shirts too, right? We got all kinds, so check our Teespring and Tee Public uh, pages, and Tee search Seahawks. Okay, that's the other one I want. Seahawks. Yeah, Teespring, Teespring and Tee okay. Public. I know, like for the Bret Hart uh, or for like the Hart Foundation inspired hoodies, I think Teespring worked better for Tee Public because you can get the shit on the back. So, so yeah, just uh, it's a lot of customization you, guys, you can yeah, do. Mugs. Check both, we got mugs both, and both all kinds of stuff up there. Yeah, all types. I, 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 you know, you how you be listening, not listening. You guys got mugs up there and all kinds of um, good gimmicks. Not to patronize y'all some more. So y'all get something off of that? Some proceeds, right? Of course. Not a ton, but, you know. Excellent. They make all the money. But, I mean, you I, know, I, yeah. I get more than a ton. Well, well. I'll be all in this weekend. Okay, word. Yeah, you ain't got to go. I had, um, I, had, I had tweeted, uh, maybe I'll have a fan cast. We we'll get a fan cast going with everybody. You guys were talking earlier about, you know, getting together and stuff like that. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe um, next when if they do another one, maybe you got maybe we or some of us can do a fan cast where all of us get together or something. If it's another one. 
or just do something on the lines of that what you guys were talking about earlier in the podcast in the show. Yeah, maybe. Because I think that's unique. And uh, my question is, when are you going to go live again? Even though I, I enjoyed your live. You know what I'm saying? Maybe go live on. Um, I, I thought about it today. Maybe. I, but but when I thought about it, I didn't really want to, because I finally got my mic shit situated and, you know, fucking Skype really fucked me last week. And uh, so I didn't want to do too much. I was like, you know what? If Let me get the mic shit working this week and maybe next week. Because uh, I have to, like, do, like, if I want it to look decent, I got to, like, position it and set my chair up and, you know, turn the laptop to the all that stuff on. So, yeah. I really did think about doing that this week. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. I, wish, I hope you do another live. I mean, just um, especially with All In, that would be nice because you you're you going to watch it, right? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to pay 40 bucks know? for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well... <laughs> I I know I'm gonna have it. Maybe okay. I'll tweet. I'll, tweet, I'll maybe I'll t- hit you with hit you over my password. Cause I don't know. I was I'm trying to decide whether to do the Ring of Honor or the mm-hmm. fight. But more likely I'm I'm drifting toward Ring of Honor. But I just try to figure out what's the difference between the 99 and the 119. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm doing okay. one of the bigger packages for the whole year. So I'm trying to figure out what was the difference. I just looked up there right quick before the show. I'm trying to figure out which one, because I ain't going to do it to September, the actual date, September 1st, which will give me the whole 12 months. And then I want to re, you know, redo it until um, next September 1st. But, you know, I'm saying, I don't have a problem. You know, this is first out. I don't have a problem, you know, sending you my, you know, sending you my password, you know. Hey, okay. what's friends for, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And maybe you can um, do a live. Because you know, I'm getting it. That for sure. So I definitely I know how to get it. I know how to find. Would you want, would you want me to have a live, just a three-hour live of me watching the damn thing? <laughs> no, maybe maybe the like first that. part. You know, maybe the first uh, part, or maybe a reaction or something. Maybe a match you want to see. It, it, I mean, it, it's a creative moment for you. You know, for us to see you react on something because you do it on NXT all the time. You know what I'm saying? Without even trying, you you react to NXT so. I can imagine if All In is that good and, you know, you watch it live like that and we get to listen to see you actually reacting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is something you do. You you actually did this, you know, as far as with NXT. You do it every every Wednesday, you know. So what's different? This is just a special that you're doing, you know, a special that you're doing, that, but you're doing it live and it's, part, it's the East Coast, you know. I just was just sitting there thinking about that. So it's something, you know, we got a few, we got a few days, you know, but that would be nice. Maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I'll consider it. You know, because you think about it, we do look at you a certain way now. You are very professional at what you're doing, and we have to give you praise because you you wanted a few that was in the, in the beginning. You know, I wasn't uh, part of your show from day one. But I crossed over right. from Wade to you. Yeah, you know I was about saying? to say you, you, know were, you were you were around. Yeah, but I crossed <laughs> over from Wade. Maybe to not day one, <laughs> but like day four. Right. 
But it's it's been awesome, and I I just really hope you do it. What do you, what do you think about this Keith Lee guy? You think he can make it on the roster, or will he be another? Tiger? No, I like him. I mean, I oh, liked my. him when I saw him, I mean, you know, in the Indies and stuff. I like what I see every time. Uh, it's just one of those things yeah. where I hope they, uh, I hope they don't take his give him a gimmick and stuff. No, or I mean, he might need a gimmick. I mean, a, 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 not need, but a gimmick might not be the worst thing for him. But I don't think they'll give him a gimmick. I, I think he's fine. They'll give him I mean, a character, built like but a, not a gimmick. Old school brick house. I, I like that he's built like an old school brick house. Let's, Yo, you know. he power bombed the shit out that man. Wow. <laughs> Yo, he picked. See? Yo, dude, ain't no lightweight. He picked him up. He did a pop up power bomb without throwing the guy to the ropes. He just had him in front of him. He he grabbed him by like his wow. armpits and threw him in the air and called him for a fucking sit out power bomb. Wow. That dude's like two forty. And he's athletic. God damn. All right. Wow. All right. So, uh, yeah, we, we, you got a, a specific uh, question? So we can yeah, keep this thing going. No, I just wanted to just call in and just, you know, you know, it's a big moment yeah, coming no, up this weekend. And he, yeah, he prays upon me. I appreciate it. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. And, and if I decide to uh, watch you all in, well, if you send me a damn password, I'm going to do more than – Side, I'll just watch the damn show. So, um, so yeah, let's uh, let me check the email. Anything come in? East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Get your emails in, VIP emails for Rich and I a bit later. Let's talk to. Six, oh, no, 616 is not. Uh, press 1 if you want to get in queue, just for those uh, at the bottom of the queue without their hand up, just to let you know. Uh, 240, I think this is Sean. Uh, 240. Oh, Marcus. What up? Oh, Marcus. Marcus, what's happening? Marcus from? Yeah. Not much. Um, dude, by, like, some of the well, yeah, some stuff with with Raw and the Shield this uh this past Monday. So my question is, so when Roman came out, he pretty much issued an open challenge, but from what it looked like, only Brian can only uh, accept the challenge he catches in his money in the bank briefcase because it's pretty much the same like what they did. And my thing with that is, why would Brian think that the sh- well, I, I can see they're trying to like portray. Braun is being cautious, but why would Braun um, think that the Shield would jump him if he's pretty much catching, if he's pretty much accepting Roman's challenge? You know what I mean? And if that's the case, wouldn't that make the Shield a heel, or would that make Roman, I mean, would that make Braun seem heelish uh, coming up with an excuse like, I'm not going to cash in now because your boys are going to jump me? Although, although I think everybody involved, you can make it, you can make. Oh, Oni and Danny Birch are back? I thought one of them was hurt for like six months. Um, shit, my bad. Uh, what were you saying? What was I in the middle of saying? I cut myself off and So, my like, is the, is the Shield looking heelish or is Brian looking heelish? Oh, oh, oh. I think, no, I think, 
I think a point can be made for everyone that everybody involved is doing maybe not like the baby face thing, but not like Braun's again, I'm not blaming Braun for getting the squad, getting yeah. somebody to watch his back. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not telling me like even before that in the beginning of the show, when he came out, he was like, I'm not going to cash in tonight because your boy's going to help you out. But it's like, you're cashing in. He called you out to cash in. So why would they jump you if, Roman calls you out. He knows you're coming. I mean, they'll be hillish on the show oh, to do I that. Know. But Brian, but also Brian is, or is Brian being a heel because he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cash in because your boy's gonna jump me. Although it doesn't make sense for them to jump you, but I'm gonna cash in when they can't jump me. So right. I mean, I, but also, well, I know him him he, giving up he, the briefcase. He being cautious. Yeah, not giving it up, but cashing it, giving it up mm-hmm. as far as like, hey, bring this in three weeks. That's, yeah. I, you know, I thought that was a little odd for taking that off the table. You know, like, right. you, but now Bobo, people aren't going to go, Bobo oh, Bobo. maybe I don't need to tune in till SummerSlam if there's no chance. Bobo, yeah, Bron, I mean, not Brian, but Roman said that he called Brian out, so why would Brian need to cash in to accept the open challenge? Because he was like, I told Brian to come out here, but since he's not uh, opened up an open challenge. come out there fight. and, like, have a fight? Did he mean come out there and like have a title match? Well, I don't think he was saying Brian have a title match, but he did mention since Brian's not here, I'm issuing an open challenge to anyone in the back, and then Brian came out. So it's like, so Brian can only accept the challenge if he cashes in, or you know, you see what I'm saying? Well, it's is one it, thing to have a briefcase and win a number one contender match. To have the champion call you out doesn't just automatically entitle you know, you get a title shot. But he was saying he might just want to call you out so he can punch you in the face. But when he said Brian's not here, I mean, was when he was like Brian isn't here, so I missed you on the open challenge. So it's like okay, so everyone gets the open challenge itself for Brian, I guess. But I was saying that's what it seemed like to me. Um, and I also thought, well, I was gonna mention this last week, but I forgot. But, I, but before the end of this past week show, I, I was thinking that Kevin and Jinder may join Braun to uh, take on the Shield. I mean, I know it doesn't make sense, but, I mean, WWE done more stupid things. I mean, they did put Cesaro and Sheamus together after they feuded. So, And also, with cause Kevin faced um, Bell for the title, and then, then um, Dean faced Jinder. So I was like, so maybe Jinder and Kevin would join Braun, and they th- the three of them would take on the Shield, but that's how to be Brian, Dolph, and Drew. So, but like I said, that's, that's what I was thinking before the end of Raw. Um, this past, this past Monday. Yeah. Um. So that just, I mean, I mean, just my thought. And also, are the Bellas, the Bellas, are the Bellas free agents for their own Raw and SmackDown now? So. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even mean I was defending the Bellas earlier, at least sort of. You know, I don't hate the Bellas, but I just literally, like, I don't care. It's not, I'm not putting thought, you know. Right. But, oh, they, I didn't even notice. And I think, well, somebody but, yes, they're earlier, free um, Someone mentioned earlier about how long the shield will last. Do you think, okay, well, looking for what's the biggest match that could have that WrestleMania? I'm thinking the Shield three-way of uh, uh, Roman, Seth, and Dean against each other at WrestleMania, and yeah, um, I'm not sure how it could work, but I can see for the Dean turning heel 
at least I'm not sure if like Dean Turnhill self be the baby face and Roman sort of be like the voice of reason because I mean, no Roman's not gonna turn heel and if he and they try to keep him face, he's still gonna get booed. But I can see mm-hmm. Dean saying that where you know, where was Roman when I needed him? Like he was there for self, but he I don't think he ever really helped Dean. And when self first turned on the shield, it was self that I mean it was Dean that went out to self and Roman went straight after the title. So Dean could be like where like you guys were never there for me and stuff like that. So when I face himself, I'll face him alone. And when yeah. I was pretty much by myself, self came to help me, but what was Roman? So he could have a beef with Roman and self is you know, feel like a baby face world. But, I mean, but, you know, but then you being a heel, I mean, anybody could get it, but, you know, I'm thinking that could be a good match. I mean, because I feel like there's something that they've been sort of, they've been trying to do for the past, I don't know, for a while with this, uh, a Shield 3, but I think a Shield 3 where WrestleMania would be probably the biggest match they could do at this point. So what's your thoughts on that? Wait, say the last part again. I missed it. I'm sorry. I just had a shield three, but I think that's probably the biggest match they could do. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think that's with, the match. with Roman. Yeah, I don't know how you configure the the face the face heel dynamic. I think you need two heels and a and a baby face. If you know, if you're going to depends on what's the, what's the finish. If Roman's the champion now and then he's still champion at Mania un un uninterrupted. Uh, well. Is Seth or Dean going to win, or does Roman come out of WrestleMania again? You know, uh, on top. That's so. Uh, so again, depending what, on what they want to do there, you know, uh, determines what they want to. You know, what they're how they're going to book it, how they're going to do the finish, who's going to be heel, who's going to be face. But I think if you're going to do something like that, you absolutely have to have two heels and one baby face. Just in any triple, excuse me, any triple threat match. That's the you dynamic they really want. You don't think, yeah? Because I mentioned like Dean could be a heel. You don't think that could be a neutral party? So Dean's the heel, Seth is babyface, and Roman's sort of neutral party. But I mean, once the match starts, it could be like it's pretty much like Roman's like fuck it. I mean, I'm trying to keep my title. I'm trying to win his title. So, but like I said, I could see Dean turning on Roman like you was never there for me, and Seth is the babyface trying to get Dean to. I mean, he's pretty much probably trying to. Keep Dean away from Roman or whatever, but you know Roman's sort of like trying. I guess Roman trying to keep the peace, but Dean's the heel, self the baby face, and Roman's like, I mean, he's just they're just trying to. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, but I can also see self and Dean being the baby face. They're like, you know, we're tired of, you know, helping Roman out and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, yeah. And, and even. After this week's rock, I know you sort of touched on this area, but you know, this, this week's rock, it's like, what was the purpose of the Shield joining together last week? Because they didn't really do anything this week. It seemed like it's pretty much for, I guess, the cheap pops and stuff like that. So, But I think you mentioned we had to wait till next week to see what to wait on that, I guess, that promo, whatever, the Shield promo, to see if that, that ever happened. Yeah, I'm more interested this week in the uh, Drew Ziggler uh Braun promo. Right. I want to hear oh, yeah, yeah, that is what you said. Oh, in the, in the shirt that Joe had, it said Joe four times. In the, you said at the bottom, it, the last, the thing at the very bottom, it was just the word Joe again in red ink. That's in red, what yeah. The shirt was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I got, so. 
Cool. I don't think there's really anything else <laughs> that happened this week that hasn't been touched over. What's that yeah. big of a deal? Well, well, it was good to see Kane Book come back, but yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. All right. All right, Marcus. Good stuff, man. We'll talk. Marcus from uh, from Maryland. Let's let's wrap this thing up in Georgia, uh, home of hopefully the new uh, new governor, Stacey Abrams. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up? Hope so too. Yeah, take your ass out and vote for her. Not that you didn't plan oh, to yeah. I mean, this down uh, oh, <laughs> lecturing, yeah, but yeah, that's for everybody. I wish I can go back down. Cause I wish I still had my license so I can go back down there to Florida and vote for um, old buddy, too. Oh, Gillum? Yeah. Boy, you if you're into not even just blue, because who gives a fuck if, if it's blue... And like the lady Stacey Abrams beat the other Stacey, Stacey uh, something else. She murdered her. She beat her like seventy five, twenty five. Um, who needs a fucking corporate Republican light Democrat? Like these milk toast bullshit corporate Democrats. Like we don't need those people. Like those people need to be fucking purged from the fucking party. Like and we need to fucking elect progressives like. Stacey Abrams and and uh, Andrew Gillum, very different progressives, but progressives next door neighbor progressives, and you know you got AOC uh, up in New York, but Gillum and Abrams are running for governor, and that's big shit. Yeah, she uh, she get in. Cause I'm I'm trying to speak it in existence. When she get in, she gonna have a lot on her hands. Cause when people are already in Atlanta, they claiming overpopulation. <laughs> they trying to send people away. They <laughs> trying to send people back home. Damn. Yeah. Cause you know Atlanta, the city of Atlanta is small, but Atlanta is made up of ten different counties. Mm-hmm. That's why you got Atlanta and Metro Atlanta. So they saying they overpopulated because it's about 4.5 million people in what you would consider Atlanta. Damn. Yeah, and it's good. That's like uh, half of New growing. York. God damn. Yeah, but I say they want to be a city. So if you want to be a city, you got to have a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> but it's just funny because back in the day. We checked. We used to check, when I went off to school down in Florida, and people were like, "Well, what's the population to Atlanta? Ain't that many people there? Probably it, w- it was just barely a million people. Even once you add up all the That's metro true. Atlanta areas, like a big city. Shit, Philly got one point five, one point eight million people. Nobody would ever say Philly's a small city. So a million people is." Yeah. A- you know, that's a city. Austin got like half a million people. Nobody would even say Austin's a small city. It's a city. It's a metropolitan, you know. So a million people, that's a, you You got some people. You got, you doing numbers. Uh-huh. And then uh, 10 years later, over 10 years, and I'm grown to almost five mil. <laughs> I was <Ooh>. like, wow. 
That's amazing how the people don't flock down to hot Atlanta. <laughs> 4. 7252. Oh, wait a second. No. It, it says there's 472,000 people. 522. That's why I said it. Georgia as a whole, there's 10.3 million people. God damn. No, no. Um, I send you the post. I send you the post, but how they, it since Atlanta is made up of 10 counties, because Fulton, um, the one county that's the city of Atlanta. Oh, here it is. Here it is. is. Wait, 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 wait. So it says, uh, um, damn, I just lost it. Where is it? Okay. Atlanta is the capital most popular city and most populous city in the U.S. state of Georgia with an estimated 2017 population of 486,290 people. It's the cultural and the economic center of the Atlanta metropolitan area, home to 5.8 million people and the ninth largest metropolitan in the United States. And all 10 of those areas touch inside of the city of Atlanta. That's why they call Metro Atlanta. It don't take you nothing but an hour to get around that whole So what area the hell is this 400,000 bullshit that they keep? What is that? Why even say that? Because Fulton, that's in the city because the city of Atlanta is as big as the county. It's stretched out to the whole county. So that's just how many people just stay in the city. Like what you would okay. consider the city limits. I guess. Yeah. yeah, so that's how that is. 5.8 million people. Hmm. Everybody moved to Atlanta because, oh, uh, cribs is so cheap and the cost of living. It's like, well, if everybody moved down there, that's it's not going to stay like that. <laughs> no way. That's why I say she got a lot. She got She's going to have a lot to do because some people want that. <laughs> yeah, it should be all Old right. Old people want that stuff. But it's cool, though. Long day. Um... Go ahead and get finished um, making marijuana legal. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me. Getting all ghetto. Where do you think it'll happen first, Georgia or Florida? Like, it has to be Florida, Florida's right? already happened. It already yeah. happened in Florida. Okay. They but it's um, legalized medical, medical right? marijuana. Yeah. yeah. And they got dispensaries and everything. Once one go, the other one goes uh, will go also. So, because you don't want the people they greedy, they don't want the people to go over state lines. Yeah, yeah, they can. They got the the Colorado, Nebraska uh, example already. So that's all it takes. Then you get South Carolina, North Carolina, where Bruce at? No fucking um, way. Because if we I change, think the last places, change. I'm telling you, the last places are going to be South Carolina, Alabama, and Mississippi. Those are going to be the last places everything progressive happens. Well, everything, yeah. Alabama yeah. is um, sister state. Uh, yeah. South sister Carolina, state. Alabama, Mississippi. So they, it should change in Texas. They'll, they'll do it. In Florida and North Carolina way before it changes in South Carolina, Mississippi, or Alabama. Because I tell you like this, South Carolina used to um, 
Um, everywhere else around us used to um, let you buy alcohol on Sundays. South Carolina is garbage. And we cut it off. But in Georgia, for a long time, they wouldn't let you buy alcohol on Sunday. So once South Carolina, the Carolina started doing it, Georgia, in in less than two weeks, changed the law. Just because <laughs> South Carolina did it. Yeah, they don't want cause, they because they the know law. that money will go uh, go this to the state that has it. Like people in Wisconsin mm-hmm. in, in Utah, they all drive to fucking Wyoming to get their real beer. Nobody trying to drink no two and a half percent fucking alcohol. It's because you're just going to drink eight beers instead of four to get just as drunk. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to cut myself off at three or four. Fuck no. You're just going to have eight, twelve. So they all drive to Wyoming to get real five percent, you know, four to five percent beer. Yep. And Alabama changed theirs right after, so <laughs> that's how, how that's how the stuff work over this way. So wait, down here is, in SEC territory. So is there like no Starbucks and no Dunkin' Donuts in Utah? Since <laughs> they don't like drink, not supposed to drink caffeine or in in vibe or in in just caffeine. I, I don't know. Probably not. Can't, who going to Starbucks? Like, let me get a tea and fuck it with milk and fucking sugar. <laughs> I wish somebody would. <laughs> Starbucks ain't even trying to sell tea. <laughs> let me get an Earl Grey. Fucking, let me get a raspberry zinger. You can get the fuck out of all the way out my damn store. <laughs> yeah, I know you and um, Craig was talking about the underground part of um, of Toronto. I said, oh. What they copied from Atlanta, underground Atlanta, that's been around for forever. <laughs> they, they has the same thing. And you can ride little mini cars down there. Damn, and used to have Freak Nick start there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yo, is Piper Nimmin not in the, in the May Young this year? Not, no. Oh, come on. Not that, no, she, she wasn't a one of the returns. She might then. I don't want to sign back. Uh, uh, try it this year if she wanted to get signed or something. Damn, I was, and I was looking forward to her again. She was one of my favorites last year. I got to ask you, Claire. I know you said you've been the last three weeks. You've been waiting for um, all these different stuff. So, because um, I know last week you were saying you were waiting on that um, three man promo that never happened. So, you know this week they probably ain't gonna give you that the promo that you're looking for this week. Because I don't even think well, I got the Roman I one. I just wanted an explanation. I didn't. I mean, the fact that we didn't get them well, all. Well, that was an explanation. There. It was a little buddy. Yeah, it was the little buddy explanation. Little buddy, them chose to come help me because big Man. big homie was in trouble. So little buddy can't. Little buddies had to come out there and help me. I mean, if that's how you look at it, okay, that's how I see it. But you know, little buddies are former oh, yeah. damn champions. So I mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. 
just it was a little buddy. They didn't get an opportunity to explain their reasoning why. They just got put in random matches, one against gender. One was a great match against Kevin Owens that was more about Kevin Owens than Seth Rollins. So, you know, then they had yeah. to come out and get jumped on just like bro- Big Brother got jumped on. Little, little buddies got to do the same thing. Yeah, that was some dumb make ass. Big buddy mad. Right. Running out there one at a time, <laughs> just to get your asses kicked. So, but whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it had to get to that point. I get, you know, it's better than them coming out there two at two at the same time and getting beat up. So, well, you don't you don't send them out there two at a time because you want you still was trying to build sympathy for Roman. Right, right, right. We, no, no, no. I, don't I get why they. No, totally. I get why they did it. It, it made a lot of sense. I'm just saying it would have been. It, it looks a lot better to yeah, but, go out there and get beat up three on one than three on two. So, yeah, but I just still didn't think it worked because the the, the reaction you got was not because people were feeling sympathy for Roman. People was uh, part. They were like, "What? Like, what am I seeing when you look for the person that they like? Now, now he's a bad guy after he did the stand up move and said he cashing in his." Money in the bank <laughs> at hell in the cell, in hell in the cell to keep the mm-hmm. other two goons out. And going off of his conversation, no, he's not starting a faction with Dolph Ziggler now because of the match that he's trying to have. Why would you, if you just got a newly formed faction, you don't need the hell in the cell because now you got two, you got two people to watch your back. That was just, they just did that as a, a way to have a reason why they booked them against each other, which um, they said before that angle um, came out that night. They they said that the Shield would go against Braun, Dolph, and um, and um, my, um, my, um, McIntyre. my boy McIntyre. So just so they can have just so they can have a reason, they had them do that that night and have Braun do that, just so you can have a reason for that show. That's nothing but another house show. That I guess not even in in main continuity. Just yeah, like not really. Had, um, I mean, they'll promote it. They'll they'll do stuff. Jesus Christ, Caitlin. They'll. Uh... They'll, you know, like they're doing with the Triple A stuff. They'll they'll promote it because that's how to get people. You know, when you got fill eighty thousand seats, you you know you got to promote it on your TV, so that so it doesn't feel like yeah. just a house show. Um, yeah, yeah. Until until after Hell in the Cell, you won't have anybody else except Triple H speak on it and stuff like that. But if mess up booking, when you booking stuff to make it seem like oh we're going to get a new faction. No, you're not getting a new faction. That's just so they can have the reasoning on why these guys get to fight each other at that house show, that big house show that they're going to put on on the WWE Network. Just like you had Miz come out there and cut a promo and talking about how he's never going to face, he's never going to face Daniel Bryan one-on-one, but they had already said that they're going to have them face each other at um, Australia. Well, I mean, you can't get mad. 
All right. I mean, I didn't see because I don't go out of my way to look at advertisements for three weeks, six weeks, a month, you know, out of date, other countries' advertisements. So I don't spoil myself or feel like, oh, they're going to do that. And they said they weren't. Whatever. I don't care. They're telling the story that put out there. They're telling the story that Miz don't want to wrestle him no more. He's up. He's winning. He won the feud, whatever. So the story will be getting to that next one-on-one match. And because they already booked it but in what Australia. I'm saying, they, didn't t- they didn't. I think that was just an Australia advertisement that they put out there. No, they promoted it on their Twitter, on their IG. Right. Everywhere. For the and same reasons, I think app. they got to so, promote it on, their, on Raw and SmackDown. So the Australian audience doesn't feel like this is just a house show. They don't advertise. Hey, we're com- what's the when when they come to your town for a regular Saturday house show? Where do they show up? Um, they send you the emails. They keep no, 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 no. I mean, like what, what what town, what arena, or whatever near you would you? You have you wouldn't have to go all the way to Atlanta. Oh, you? You, get, you get I get it for the uh, Phillips Arena. Uh, okay, the, so in Atlanta, uh, Mercedes-Benz so, Arena. Right, so if they're just promoting a damn house show, it's for that market. But if all of a sudden a Saturday show in 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 you know whatever fucking arena in Georgia, or you know even if it isn't the Phillips, that they're advertising on Raw on Twitter and all that stuff, you're going to like wait a second, maybe this just isn't going to be some house show that you know us in Georgia and maybe Florida or whoever the other states that touch might get. Excuse me, might get some adverts. You'd be like, "Wow, something's going to happen." They're advertising this on Raw and SmackDown and Twitter, so they they have to make this show feel like a big deal. So, but oh, again, yeah, I don't buy. They did the same thing with the greatest. They did the same thing with the greatest Raw Rumble, and I'm just going off of tendencies and what they did. They do it with the greatest but Royal think, Rumble. They did. It with I the, think um, it's even more than the greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble they said was happening. That was the hype. We're having this show in Saudi Arabia. They didn't have to worry about filling seats because that's a thirsty ass audience that's going to, that's going to show up, right? So they don't have to make it seem like a big deal. They can advertise it only locally and only say internationally, "Hey, we're having this show, great, and it's called Great World." Uh, who's this funky yeah. little thing? But I don't think it would have been that big, but but I only uh-huh. think that's only big because they're trying to fill that stadium. And promoting it to everybody else is not like people gonna fly to Australia just to see that show. No, it's to get those goddamn people in Australia to fill up that damn eighty seat arena, eighty thousand seat arena. That's what I just. That's what I just said. They doing it if if that's because of the how big the stadium is. They want to be able to tout that. Oh, we filled up this big stadium. Because if you wanted to fill it up and make it real serious, then you'll put you'll put real matches on there. You put titles on the line. You have stuff like that. You had a bron you you had a bron and the bron and um Roman match at that show and make it the headline title on the line because that's something the people in Australia haven't seen in a while and they're not going to see any titles on the line on that show. Because they already linking people up and having them in tag matches, so mm-hmm. they already thinking that oh, it's a it's, it's just a regular house show that we trying to get over as a bigger show because we want to fill up that stadium to be able to tout it. 
That's all I was saying. Because why wouldn't somebody like the men who just before was t- um, after that match against Daniel Bryant, he was talking about how now he want to bring, and they played this on their website, on the um, and they tweeted about it and everything, how he want to bring back respectability to the WWE title. Then they announced that he'll get a future title shot once facing Daniel Bryan at that show. Why wouldn't somebody like the Miz who like to get heat like that and talk and talk that much trash? Why wouldn't he use it? Yeah. That's what I, I that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just talking about the stuff uh, around it. Because yeah. Monday come around and you get and you get no promo. Just like you got this week, you got no promo of them stating their purpose in the house in the house of back the 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 to survey the yard and wreck shop. And if you get no promo like that from those three guys, you just get Braun out there talking about how he's gonna destroy Roman and hell in the cell and he never mentioned it, which they do all the time. Because mm-hmm. they never, they never remember what happened last week. Events don't. Now you, people like then why you turn Braun if you ain't gonna have him in no faction, or you ain't gonna have him team up. Now the story seem off. When you had him told a story earlier about the reason why he chose to hell in the cell and the cash in was the purpose of keeping the other two guys out of the ring. Because yeah. he know he can beat him. It didn't go with the story. I know it was a pretty odd moment because you're seeing Braun so-called turning heel, but really he's just getting an eye for an eye because that's the thing that he put on Twitter that, that same night that um, Roman Reigns um, quote tweeted him and said something to him. He just said, oh, yeah, eye for an eye. <laughs> it didn't fit the yeah. whole story. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not mad at Braun. Yeah, so you know it 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 changed. It's like you run in two different stories that don't even go with each other. Yeah. Yep. So, but you know, right. they, they do it. It's, to me, it's the same thing for um for Becky. So I would love. I hope they do. I wish they would do this right because. To me, what they're doing with Becky is similar to what they did with Bailey when Bailey got her Stone Cold moment on for a second and beat the hell out of Sasha. Yeah, for a second. This is different, though. Um, their that friendship and the uh, uh, Becky Charlotte stuff is just it's it's different. So different dynamics, so yeah. different stories. Can be told and is being told, so I'm not. Uh, I'm still in with like the. I think the, it's gonna the, be an awesome match, though. The Sasha Char, uh, Sasha Becky stuff, uh, Sasha Bailey stuff was just after the turn, after the the beatdown, like immediately. Remember, Kurt, as soon as Kurt said, "Oh, therapy or counseling," it was like they, they yeah. they're doing something different and better with the. Uh, I just Becky feel bad Charlotte. for Charlotte because now you got people like Willis coming on here talking about she the next Roman. Got yeah, he just he can't, he can't wait for six months from now. His hot takes on Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> like I just feel bad for her because 
I know she I says she like to play heel. I'm just saying, I know she says she would rather be a heel. But, you know, she's just going along with it, and now fans turning on her like, <laughs> like this something that she would, she would really co-sign if she really would want, wanted to do it. She will probably want to be the heel and let Becky be the face and, yeah. and go with it. Yeah, like that's that. why I, I was that's saying why. last week, like, there's, there has to be a, at least a decent chance that this is Becky Lynch's idea and all her doing. Not that she can just tell WWE and their creative what, what they're doing and how, how they're going to book her, but I think this is something she's wanted to do. Really one of the only explanations that they're just going, okay, fine, let's, you know, you, you better make it work. Yeah. And plus, she just wants a new challenge. I would say it would be a hell of a promo that Charlotte would cut if they want to switch it and don't turn Becky back into a sappy baby face and let her keep this edge. Right. Yeah, somebody said double turn. We'll see. Yeah, Charlotte wins. That's the only way. Tony Storm got cake. I forgot. Yeah, she got hips and ass, man. Ever since Rich introduced me to her, boy, she be slapping it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, calm down. Not. I know, I know, I know. But but yeah, it's like. Ruckus and grand granddad in the park playing uh, checkers, and Ruckus starts talking about <laughs> white women, and uh, he starts sweating. He's like, uh, give, give, "Give me a minute, Robert." He's like, "You look like you need five. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> give me five minutes. <laughs> That's all a brother wants. <laughs> Maybe right, that, that, on, on that note. Uh, I ain't gonna give Darrell a chance to get going on another topic. On that note, man, Tony Storm, she won the uh, UK Women's Championship the other day. I'm pretty sure. So I wonder if they mentioned that in this bracketology show. If it's fre- if it's that fresh. So. Oh right, she does the butt, the 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 the, the, the hip. Uh, Whatever attack. So she knows she got, she got that ace. She got that ace. She fine too. She like nineteen, twenty, twenty-two, some shit like that. I hate them for their youth. So all right, that does it for us this week. Um, yeah, let me make sure I did all the emails. Oh, God damn it, LaMarcus, didn't we just talk to you? Uh, Trump tried Gilliam, but Trump don't want smoke. So Trump tweeted, not only did Congressman Ron DeSantis win, easily win the Republican primary, but his, new, but his opponent in November is his biggest dream. A failed, oh, I saw this, a failed socialist mayor named Andrew Gilliam, who has allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in his city. Not what Florida, this is not what Florida wants or needs. And Gillum responded, what our state and country needs is decency, hope, and leadership. If you agree, join me at andrewgillum.com. Also, at me next time, real Donald Trump. (laughs) At me next time, motherfucker. (laughs) That's, that's, That's how he really, that's how he really said that shit. 
All right. Thanks, Marcus. Passing that on. <laughs> At me then, bitch. Trump don't want that smoke. So, okay. Again, that does it for us this week. Appreciate everybody's time and energy. All the calls, the emails, the tweets, the chatter, the interaction. We love it. We need it. It's the air we breathe. So get at us next week. Uh, oh, and give me some responses on Twitter. How was the sound quality? Um, I'm assuming it was at least okay because nobody complained. Um, oh, Darrell sounded like Harry earlier, so probably come close up on the mic, baby. And I'm going to lay you down next to that fire and rub my hands all over your body. <laughs> uh, somebody out there got turned on. Hit, hit, hit my DM if that's the case. Uh, so yeah, so that does it. Um, VIP folks click over to rich and I will be by for another hour or two of bonus additional content. Uh, free folks will be back next week. Same time, same channel. So until then, that was Cameron Hawkins. That was the callers, the emailers. I'm Travis Bryant and I'm out.